Welcome to episode 18 of the Current Backloggers. The date is June 11th. I am your host, KCP, along with my good friend and co-host, Cody G, in person. Cody, how's it going? Good, that was a loud one. I'm awake now. <laughs> that was my goal. We're here in person, man. Yes, yeah, uh, we were saying before we went on, it doesn't feel real anymore. How long has it been? I think two and a half months. Two and a half months, really? I think so. Something I probably could look really up really easy on YouTube, but I didn't. Feels really long and really short all at the same time. Yeah, feels way longer than this, but also like we've done it before, you know. We talked about this before, but do both of your phones have service? You have two <laughs> phones right now. Uh, no, only my iPhone does. The Galaxy just runs off of Wi-Fi. Oh, uh, okay. So that's why I kept it, because I can still use it, and um, because I'm not going to get anything out of it anyways now. It's so old and cracked. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you doing? Is there anything special that this iPhone doesn't do? No, I just haven't transferred everything over yet. Oh, okay. And that way, I can use it for situations like this. If an iPhone dies, I guess it's ready to go for a podcast, you know? Or I don't have to worry about keeping this charged like I did every time before we yeah. started. There was a guy on Facebook Marketplace selling this Master Chief <laughs> with a bunch of other stuff, like uh -huh. a bunch of console cables. But then he had a boxed Halo 4 attachments with it mm -hmm. sealed for some, one of the, what's the big headphone company? Like the Astros? Yeah, that's so one of them. Yeah, and it was sealed. <coughs> and look at the Astro thing. The Astro thing was going for over $100 on eBay. And I was like, I could just sell that and keep this guy. But uh, I messaged the guy like tw 10 minutes after he posted it. Somebody already fucking got it. That quick. But yeah, I was that close to having one myself i'm sorry he is pretty great holding the playstation controller i know i was gonna say i put a con fucking xbox controller in his hands that's just disrespectful yeah i wonder who did that um so um just disrespectful there is a huge event tonight so i think it makes sense that i forgot my glasses so you want to grab my glasses right there buddy <laughs> yeah let me get them off your taylor swift homemade table here it's not homemade the amish made it <laughs> the amish made it. <laughs> <laughs> you think they knew who the fuck Taylor Swift was? <laughs> I hope not. There we go. Now it feels right. I knew something was off. They're so smudged. Can I show the webcam your table? Yeah, sure. Here's Casey's fucking table. This psycho. My fucking table, at, I get it. Look at that. That can be the thumbnail, so get more views. <laughs> um, So... You haven't been on, well, I was going to say in a couple of weeks, but you're on the week before that. Yeah. But, so what have you been up to, guy? Uh, last week, uh, my puppy got fixed. Well, the basement flooded, of course. Been working on that nonstop. And the reef, I probably already said that. I'm so done talking about the basement being flooded. <laughs> um, the puppy got sick. We thought it, like, ate something, poisons or something after surgery. But... They sent her home after the surgery with three ibuprofen, so we're supposed to cut in half and give her one a day. Well, it was like <coughs> late at night, started freaking out, and she was like shaking and throwing up. Now we know it's because she was in such pain because they didn't give her enough medicine, which is so, that's so terrible. <laughs> then they gave her way too much. <laughs> the stuff they sent her home with, dude, I could sell it on the street. There's like 20, 20 pills of this, I think it's called gabapentin. Mm-hmm. 
I'm just saying, dude. They went from three ibuprofen to like twenty capsules of a controlled substance. Like there was no in between. I think they felt bad, so they just doped my dog up. Um, so we got that figured out. That was like when we were supposed to be filming the podcast. That was at nighttime, till about four. Once the dog finally fell asleep. Um, just drywall, man. I, drywall is really making me OCD, and it's not like the cute OCD like. Oh my! He's, he organizes stuff when he sits down at a table. Oh, he puts his fork in a weird spot. Uh, my OCD is like I sit up at night and obsess about stuff, and if something doesn't look right or feel right, I got I freak out about it. <coughs> and I said, "Fuck it! This drywall looks shitty. I don't give a shit. But I'm gonna finish it. I don't care anymore. Drywall's terrible. I hate it. And it's kind of fun at the same time too. It's kind of like art, arts mm-hmm. and crafts. <laughs> you got this mud and you spackle it." put a podcast on you sand it so next week i'm gonna try painting and we're hoping the week after that be carpets the week after that maybe shelves and then i'm back in there so maybe one more month i'll be back in there um it's been weird the insurance company is like oh dude we'll take care of you we're gonna pay for everything dude um and he said it'll be 10 days we're gonna get the money to you in (laughs) 10 days this is fucking smooth as shit this went so easy then 10 days came now it's been like a month and I'm like what the fuck are they doing so I call our adjuster he won't pick up the phone anymore I'm like, I feel like I've been scammed like what's happening here so uh, I get a letter in the mail that says hey uh, they want to look at your case a little bit more so all this has been out of my pocket man we're getting close to man once that there's a company that came in to clean the basement and dried it out it's got to be close to two grand and they're they have yet to insurance companies take their good old fucking time good old my adjuster was so he's like dude we got got money coming to you right now brother and it never came and he lied to me is your adjuster hulk hogan by chance (laughs) (laughs) you like saying brother a lot oh man brother (laughs) now he's one of those guys that always just says that brother thing uh, so there's that. At this point, I'm just about to tell the insurance company, just shove up your asshole. I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to finish it myself, and don't don't ever contact me again, insurance company. I don't know why they'd contact me, but don't do it. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. So besides the normal house stuff and my neighbors being awkward, did I ever tell you the story about the time I was cutting down a tree? Yeah. Like, and the guy just with his gut. Finally talked to him. Yeah, you said that uh, not yeah. last week, the week before, yeah. Total sweetheart. We, I've talked to his whole family now. The other guy was like, I'm going to talk to him now. It was like, went really good, went over there. I was like, how's it going, man? He just stared at the ground, and I had headphones in, so I told him, I was like, how's it going, man? Good. Good. Cool, my name's Cody. It's uh, nice to meet you. Terrence, nice to meet you, too. So I think it's just awkward. I'm just gonna let it that I'm just done talking to him. It's just weird. I don't even know. Um, it's just weird. Weird times over there. How's <laughs> how's how's your life been, Casey? <laughs> it's this is painfully um. weird, dude. I can't even get out of my car. And it's like, oh my god, he's so awkward. Uh, my life's been <laughs> oh. a little better. It sounds like. Um, I didn't use his real name, by the way. That's that's not his real name. Oh, okay. I had a question about that off air, but 
Now it's not his real name. I guess I won't ask you. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, what I've been up to is I went to a couple more drive-in movies. It seems like I say every week now. But that was a lot of fun. I can talk about which ones I saw when we talk about our movies. I also uh, hung out with my niece and family again. So that was a nice way to get away from all the nonsense for a while. And then it's kind of just a baby week. I went to see uh, Dave's baby as well, Dave and Allie's baby. I so, didn't need that. Yeah, I finally got to see him. And, and uh, I almost say her every time because I'm so used to it's supposed to be that. But uh, he cried a lot. and It's babies. Um, yep. And Dave assured us, though, he doesn't normally do this. And I actually, he said how every parent says that, and he doesn't. So I believe him. I just thought it was funny to make fun of it. <laughs> and uh, right as I was holding him, took a massive shit and was, I almost threw up <laughs> as uh, the smell is even Dave is like oh he does that a lot and oh yeah that was a really bad one and obviously they probably had all kinds of bad ones so I was like wow that's my luck but uh <laughs> no, he was adorable and it, it was fun. like burnt rubber tires or something worse than that yeah, yeah. Oh. but uh he was adorable and it was good to get to see them because till tonight I haven't really <laughs> seen anybody for a long time that's the one thing that gets me is poop. Really? Yeah, that's where I, I draw the line. Um, actually, last night, me and Renee finally sat down. We're like, let's make a nice dinner. We made a nice dinner. Like, smoked turkey. It was the whitest meal ever. It was like it was like mini Thanksgiving in the summertime. <coughs> Sitting down, and we're eating. It was like, ooh, very fancy. Yes, darling. And then Renee's like, oh, God. And look over, and the dog's just shitting. And it's never had diarrhea ever. But the one time it shits in the house, it has diarrhea. When I tell you it smelled so bad in there, dude, I was gagging. Oh, I'm sure. Point. I can't fucking do this anymore. That's Sorry, uh. Go ahead. That's the one thing I can't do. Poop smells. No, this is a poop podcast, so I can go off of that. I actually never even thought about it. I don't feel like I've ever seen Buckeye diarrhea before, which I don't really? feel like is possible. As I'm sure he has, but I feel like I've ever seen it. Oh, God. Um. There's no way. There's no easy way to clean it up either. It's on a wood floor, thank you. Yeah. Fucking carpet. But it's like you kind of take a paper towel and you're kind of like. <laughs> Kind of trying to get a little bit of it, but you're really not. And while I was diarrheaing to it, like to walk a little bit, so it's like a shit path in the middle of my kitchen while I'm trying to eat. That's something Buckeye's always done, not diarrhea, but he loves to walk while he's pooping <laughs> and he looks back at you. <laughs> it's uh, the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. Do you think it's like a dominance thing for him? I don't know. He also sometimes lifts up his leg when he's pooping, like he's about to pee, but then he just poops. <laughs> what the fuck? Um. <laughs> But uh, to segue off of that, naturally, besides that, uh, I've uh, been working and I took overtime a couple of days this week, so more than a 40-hour work week. But um, the heat's starting to uh, go into effect since we don't have climate control there. But I worked in the summer last year, so... You don't have climate control? No. But I worked in the summer last year, and you know there was 90, 100 days, so, I mean, high 80s is... Uh, hard to complain about compared to what it's gonna be why, why don't they have climate control most warehouses don't just because mm-hmm. they're so massive yeah and uh, the doors are always open from the trucks come in and out and there's yeah there's some warehouses that do but most don't um but it's not too bad um but that's all i've been up to sweet man yeah and then i guess tonight hanging out with everybody for once and Actually seeming normal for once and having a good time to uh, watch the PS5 reveal. Yeah. So I guess we could get into that and then go on to the normal show. 
Sounds good. Um, did you listen to last week's episode? Um, I started it. What the hell happened? My phone wouldn't play it or something like that. Oh. So I was just going to ask if you had anything to go off of since you weren't able to go last week. And I didn't know if you had, before we started talking about the PS5 reveal, if you had any thoughts about them delaying it. Oh, for the Black Lives Matter thing? Yeah. It makes sense, not only because that was all anybody was talking about at the time, and it wouldn't have, I don't think PS5 would have made a big, big splash like they wanted to. But yeah, I think it was probably in good taste to just back away and then just give, give it a week. You think so? Because I, um, I actually disagreed because um, I felt like the fact that they had E3 the day after that shooting in Orlando where, um, for, yeah, 49 people that were gay got killed and 53 others got injured and clearly was a hate crime target targeted towards people that have been discriminated against for a long time. And then the next day, Sony went on and did a press conference and then they used that as a platform to talk about change and what's not okay. So I feel like it was weird to do that the next day, but not do this with this happening. Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even know that happened. Yeah. Like now you say I remember, but yeah, that makes sense to me. Because I feel like, I know, I'm not saying this from my perspective because I know Sony's not, but I guarantee that, and I could see a perspective of a gay person being like, okay, so... We don't matter. I feel like they're, I feel like doing it for certain things and then just creates new issues. And then where do you stop? Because like the next thing, big thing that happens, if you don't do it for them, then you don't care about them. So I feel like I get it on one hand because, yeah, it does seem in poor taste that they do it. But I also feel like it's a little hypocritical and not really fair if, by doing that. And I also, I definitely get it business-wise. I know they would never say it, but I'm sure that's more what they were actually worried about is that the headlines wouldn't get there as much and that it wouldn't be as big of a news story. But I feel like the fact that they made it something else that makes it more comparable to that. And, yeah, that's where my mind went right away because I remember being in a theater watching that the day after that happened. And like I said, I wasn't offended that they did that. I was like, that makes sense. And they used it as a platform to talk about it. But then this and they didn't even mention even uh, um, when one happened tonight. I was like, this is so weird. And then the fact that it wasn't okay to talk about a week ago because everything was happening, but now it is a week later. I was like, wait, so is everything good now? I don't – I feel like it's all really odd. Yeah, I don't know. I really don't know. That's a good point. I didn't think about that aspect of it, that you know, they did it right after that shooting, the day after that shooting. Yeah, and I feel, like I, said, I feel like that's very comparable because I'm sure some people would say that it's not just about one person dying with George Floyd's about the whole history. But like I said, that's ignoring what gay people have gone through as well. So I feel like that's a pretty one-to-one comparison that works out pretty well. And then also, like I said, you could create a whole new scenario of not caring about certain groups of people by not doing it. And then where does it stop the next time something happens if they do a press conference? And are they going to be wrong for doing it? I had a professor once, um, he was a geology professor, he was crazy about rocks, and um, I don't know, I like talking to him a lot, and he had a lot of stuff going on in his personal life, and you know, things going on at the time, and he was like, you know Cody, I, I don't even think about those things, I don't even worry about those things, I just focus on my rocks, and I go into detail about his rocks, and how he can control this environment, and 
you know, he's just going to enjoy his life and do the things that he likes. Kind of with the corona and this, this, uh, the whole, the killing of that guy and the, the killings that followed and the destruction that followed. I was like, man, I'm just going to, I'm going to go watch some movies. <laughs> I put some happy movies on and played some video games because, like, that's how he felt about his rocks is how I'm feeling about my media right now. I'm just going to go, I'm going to go sit over here in my corner and get the f- fuck off social media because that's all it felt like it was on social media. Oh, yeah, Where definitely. I watched the video of him passing away, and I was like, that, wow, that was hard to watch. And then I saw the video of the police officer that was a police officer for 38 years. I watched him on Facebook Live, and then again on YouTube, of him dying on the side of the street with strangers, and gasping for air, like, breathing. And the guy recorded me like, bro, you just shot him over a TV, and he's trying to comfort him as he's passing away. And just seeing the fear in his eyes, and I was like, I gotta get off this. I gotta get out of here, dude. My mind was so just gone. He had 10 grandkids. And then to listen to the family of uh, George, George, right? Yeah. The brother, like, pleading with the riders, like, guys, stop it. This is not my brother. I was just like, I gotta get out of here. I drive, I drive to work. My coworkers were getting stopped by the police, like, hey, you're not supposed to be out. And then you have to give me your guard car, like, no, I'm going to work downtown. Um, seeing like National Guard and the police blocking all the exits and like worried I'm going to get pulled over and my other co-worker got stopped twice by protesters because he has to drive down High Street they physically stopped in the middle of the road I was like man one 2020 this has been a ride and I was like I'm just done I'm fried everyone's got their opinions everyone's talking about it and I was like I'm out of here I can't even I can't even find like normalcy in this so i'm gonna go make my own over here in the corner with the movies and video games no i hear you i think i've definitely done that to a point i think i definitely do have opinions and still care about it but that's why i told you um and that's why i said last week recording the podcast is that that's why i feel like um doing stuff like going on hikes or drive-ins or whatever just gives you some sense of normalcy and also i feel like makes things feel real again and feel okay and that's another reason why i thought playstation should have done it not that because i feel like the reason you can't do it is because it then it takes away from it like you're distracting and that's exactly what they don't want is it something distracting because it does matter but i feel like you could definitely spin that in a different way not spin it, it is true that you just need some positivity sometimes so just because playstation's holding an event doesn't mean it's changing the world but that it gives you an escape for a little bit, and that doesn't mean problems go away. Yeah. Just like the shooting, that didn't change anything, but they still did it. Um, no, it's just been weird, man. It definitely like, has. I remember talking to a co-worker about, uh, he's an older gentleman. Most of the guys <coughs> that work, this is, this is the type of people I work with. The one guy... I don't know how many wars he's been in, but he's from the late 80s to probably 2013. He was in the military, and there's like a batch of wars from the late 80s, like Desert Storm all the way to, he was in Iraq and Afghanistan. Um, so he's a, and he retired out of the military and he does his job on the side. And then the other guy was a police officer since the early 90s, and then retired and does this now. And then the other guy is a fireman that retired after 30 years and does this now. Fuck. I was like, I worked at a movie theater before. <laughs> like, talking to all these guys are like heroes. Like, 
I worked at a movie theater before this. But um, so they're they're older guys, and we were talking about my mom like Marvin Gaye a lot, and he's got that song. Uh, I think it's what's happening or whatever, and it's about like the the '60s riots and stuff. I was like, man, the '70s and '60s were wild. But then that song came on. And I was like, what the? F- this is what's going on right now. This this is, and it's just weird, man. No, definitely. That's a actually something I left out of the podcast last week. I was talking about how I went downtown after, um, not during the riots or protesting or anything. And that was one of the things that was seemed fucking surreal, just seeing like these giant Humvees driving around and people walking around with assault rifles and just people in full gear like there's national war zone in downtown Columbus. So this is fucking crazy. Yeah, it was depressing because I mean, it's already depressing. You know how it is driving to work. Like, God damn, I want to go to work. But then meanwhile, there's cops at every exit, multiple cops, and they're pulling people over, stopping people at every exit. Yeah. Turn around. Your cell phone's alerting you, like, it's a stay-at-home order. Yeah, every single night for a few nights. I was like, man, I just want to just get a big piece of property and and (laughs) hide out somewhere. This will actually go back to something I watched this week, too. The reason I watched this thing, because I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, I have a few other random things to talk about from the last episode, but we can get in a PS5 reveal so we don't ramble on for too long. Yeah, sounds good, man. Um... You want to start? Sure, man. It started right out at uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, well, before that, I thought it was a really weird start. They started with GTA, GTA oh, 5. Yeah, GTA. Which I get to, after they played the end of it, I get why they did it, because they said everybody has a PS5 will get it automatically. So there's obviously some deal there going on. But I still feel like it's that's really weird to start out the next generation of gaming with a game that's been around for, what, half a decade or whatever it's been well someone we were watching it with I, I totally forgot they came out on the 360 yeah so probably more than half a decade mm-hmm. and uh the 2013 yeah so seven, seven years. years yep seven eight years it was the ass end of the last consoles because let's see that september it came out and then that fall i think was next gen yeah yeah i forgot it came out in the uh, previous generation before somebody said that and like I said, I do definitely get it from a certain point because they are giving away with the system for free. And there's obviously some deal going on between them and Rockstar to be able to start out a conference like that. And I get the game, even though it's old, is still remain popular. But I still just think it's very odd to start out. Something that's talking about the future of gaming with the <laughs> game that's seven years old. Yeah. But yeah, then it got on to Spider-Man. Yeah, the Miles Morales. And what caught me was... Uh they used a Kid Cudi song that I never heard before. I was like, that's fucking cool. Shit, I had to look it up after this. I don't even like him, but I thought that song was good. You don't like Kid Cudi? No. We probably, I think we talked about that before. Yeah, Kid Cudi. One, one of my favorite artists, for sure. When I was in high school, I was like, that's going to be my first tattoo. I'm going to get a Kid Cudi tattoo. Um, but yeah, that was that was exciting. They also, uh, Jaden Smith is in that song. I think it's actually his oh, song. Oh, really? When I was looking at it, but yeah. That's more reason not to like it, sadly. Uh, they didn't show much, though. No, um, which is weird because I wouldn't expe- I did expect Spider Man, but I didn't expect them to show much. But then the fact that it's going to be out with the launch, it seemed like it said uh, later this year. I'm surprised they didn't have more to show because that has to mean they're close to finishing it. Yeah. Unless they're going to delay it, I can't imagine they would delay something like that when they announced it like that. I wonder if like the other Miles Morales stuff will be in there, like the 
It sounded like the same voice actor. I forgot to look it up. Oh, yeah. I was wondering if you did. Um, But, like, the pig and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. That'd be hilarious to have that in the game. I could definitely see Insomniac doing, even if it's not, like, a main thing, like a side mission or Easter egg or something like that. And the way it was presented, it almost felt like DLC for Spider-Man PS4 more than... That's what I thought, and... I wouldn't even continue to think that, but the fact that it's so launching on PS5, I feel like if that's not what it is, people are going to be real mad, especially Insomniac. That's why I knew Spider-Man would be announced, whether it be now or later, because they said a long time ago, they were, or not a long time ago because it hadn't been that long, but a while ago that they are making a sequel of Spider-Man, so I knew it was a matter of time until they showed it. No. Yeah, you're right, man. I don't, yeah. So, I would have been, it did look like a cool trailer, but yeah, there wasn't much to it, and it wasn't like a surprise, because I... I expect this Spider-Man's kind of just win. It is surprising that it's this soon if it doesn't get delayed, but that's about the only surprise to that to me. Do you want to go to the next game, then? Um, yeah, let me see what I got here. Well, then they talked about Gran Turismo 7, but, oh, I, yeah. yeah, that's not us. If uh, I was going to play a racing game, I'd probably go with uh, Forza. Yeah. That's just fun. Misa. I actually... It's pretty fitting. I was going to say, me, it's always kart racers, and the main one is Mario Kart, so I think it was just my accent coming out, Misa. Um, then, a- <laughs> then after that was uh, Ratchet and Clank Rift, Rift Apart. I was going to say Rift in Time, um, yeah. which I've always loved Ratchet and Clank. I haven't played all of them, but I just always loved the series, and Insomniac's one of my favorite developers, as you know. And uh, But I haven't played all of them. I didn't play the remake, and I own it, and I've heard amazing things about it. Um, but the trailer looked amazing, I thought. Yeah, no, I agree. My biggest issue with the series was the world always felt so empty. There wasn't enough going on. It was like your normal platformer. Like, yeah. I'm not a big platformer guy, especially that generation of platformers. Um, but the shooting mechanics and how fast it was going looked great. Yeah, and how they um, go between different dimensions and everything looked awesome and how it changed the gameplay up. Yeah, I wonder how that's going to work out. Yeah. Because um, if you look, it's almost like there's only certain places where you could use it. Yeah. Um, yeah, the worlds I don't think were ever that full, but uh, that's weird that you said that's why you didn't like it and they don't like platformers because platformers used to be my favorite thing even more than first-person shooters. And if there's a good platformer, I still love it. It's just they're so rare now. Rare, but, I get it. Ah. Uh, um. But, like I've talked about Insomniac, I feel like their main thing has always been their weapons, and Ratchet and Clank was always the thing that showed off the best. The My favorite one is uh, Armed and Dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Um, I need to play the remake. I've heard good things, especially this coming out. Not that that connects to it, but just because I want to play that before it comes out. Yeah. I thought it was um, crazy that in the four, first four games they showed, two of them were Insomniac games. Oh, yeah, that I didn't think about that. And it also got me disappointed because I knew that meant probably no resistance, which there wasn't, because I actually thought that was a possibility, at least a remaster collection. But the fact that they're making both those, I don't even know if it's realistic that they're even making another game right now. Yeah. Unless they have a massive team. Or somebody else could be working on the resistance. Yeah. But Bluepoint's pretty busy right now, so I couldn't imagine them they would be doing that. Yeah, and I think uh, Insomniac owns the IPs that... Uh, let somebody else make it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's Sony. Oh, I gotcha. So I have to go through them, too. Yeah. Um, the next one was uh, like that weird astronaut game. Was that a... 
Um, there's a, there's actually a few astronaut games. In that's why I was getting confused. Is that Square Enix new game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of got some like uh like an Alan Wake actually vibe and Groundhog Day and Mass Effect all mixed into one. Some weird shit going on. That sucks. I'm gonna need to look it up. I knew there was while we were watching. I was making food and getting stuff ready, and I watched the Ratchet and Clank trailer before we started because I only caught bits and pieces and I knew there was something I missed and that was the other one because I didn't see any of this so I'm going to have to rewatch that trailer now so I can't add anything to it but that makes me excited what is the the company makes Alan Wake games Remedy yeah it felt like it looked like a Remedy game it uh kind of also kind of reminded me of Control the uh huh maybe I caught the end of this because I even said one of the games I was like this looks like Control so maybe I maybe you did Maybe I did catch the end of that. I'll have to look it up and see. Yeah, it just looked like a... I feel like we get a lot of those games. So it didn't. nothing really stuck out too much about that one. Yeah. Um, what the hell is the name of that game, though? Are you looking it up? Oh, I can check for you. Because I'm curious. Um, but yeah, it just looked like a mystery. Like, you're like, oh, what's happening? She's stuck in this weird environment. Where's... I feel like when Alan Wake came out, there's nothing like that. I remember you talked me into playing it, and even years after playing it, it was like revolutionary. But yeah. I feel like there's a lot of games like that now. Yeah, definitely. Um, she it was like she was reliving the same day over and over again. I thought. Is it Project Athena? Is that yeah? Project oh, okay. Athena Square Enix. Okay, I thought it was something else. I saw it right away. But I was trying to look. Yeah. Okay. Um, what do you got next? See if it lines up. Um, I don't. I didn't take notes for exactly yeah. every game because if something looked dumb to me, I was like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna force something out of that. Yeah. But the next one for me was the Demolition Derby game. Mm-hmm. Which one do you have next? I had a House Marks game. That's what I was wondering. Oh, so you didn't have House Marks game? Um, what was that one about again? That was another space one, but uh. There was like four space games <laughs> in that press conference. That's not even exaggerating. Yeah, um, I just thought it looked cool. I love space in general, even though, yeah, they seem to be a theme with this one. I feel like everybody talks about E3. There's always some theme, theme between, running between E3. There's like Gravity Hook or something every E3 that always has a running theme throughout all the conferences. But the reason that one caught my eye is House Marks and one that made a Dead Nation. And uh, I fucking love that game. I just feel like they're um, a really good developer, but they've never made anything really massive. They always kind of had smaller scale games. So I'm curious to see what they'll do with that. Was it the little spaceship one? Yeah. Yeah, that did, I did like the the way they're showing like controls, like um, coming into the atmosphere, controlling yeah. different stuff, like very simmy. Yeah. Um, I feel like that would have a better life on uh, PC. With how that would go. Actually, kind of reminded me of a friend that plays a lot of simulation games. <laughs> Ryan game. Um, was your next one then Demolition Derby game? My next one. Jeez, man, I haven't really zoned out this. <laughs> was one that I actually care about. That's I don't. We don't need to talk about everything if you don't want. Um, but it was a new Little Big Planet game, the Sackboy's Big Adventure, which uh, like I said, I wanted a new Little Big Planet game, but I really didn't think they were gonna go back into it after. As much as I like Little Big Planet, I feel like Dreams is kind of the evolved version of that. So, like, man, we're never going to get another Little Big Planet. 
which sucked because I feel like Dreams definitely is the evolved version as far as the creator mechanics. But I always liked a little Big Planet as a platform in like the main storyline. So that's why even though Dreams does probably do that the creation stuff better, I was hoping for another little Big Planet. And I feel like this game looks beautiful and looks like a ton of fun. And I said it when it started, I was like, man, Sumo Sumo Games, I know that fucking name, but I couldn't think of what it was. And then I should have had a giveaway if I remembered it. They made a little Big Planet 3, or Sumo Digital, I know I was saying that wrong. But uh, they made a little Big Planet 3, so that would have been a giveaway if I remembered who the developer was. But they also made, (laughs) it's a weird history. They made a little Big Planet 3, but then they made... Snake Pass. I don't know if you've seen that game on Game Pass. Um, it's a kind of weird. Seems like an independent game. Obviously, it's not because them. But they made Crackdown Three, Sonic Racing, uh, a lot of different Sonic Racings. Wow. And uh, Dead Island. Oh, they're gonna be making Dead Island Two. I was gonna say that game's not even out the yet. Newest Sonic Racing, All Stars uh, or something like that. They made Sonic All Star Racing in 2012. Sorry, that's probably not the most recent one, but... Did they make Team Sonic Racing? Yeah, oh yeah, they did. It was yeah. higher up. Yeah. And it says they made Forza Horizon 2. So, kind of a weird mixture. Jesus, they're all over the place. Yeah. But then next, I did have the uh, Demolition game, if you want to talk about that first. Yeah, that looks really cool, man. I always love the Demolition games. Um, there is a couple of them that came out on the PS2, I believe. He's still playing those. I forget what they were called, though. They're actually kind of a rare game now. Um, and then there was a new one that came out for the Xbox One that I didn't buy. I think Wreckfest or something like that was called. Is it the one that came with the 3D glasses? I have a game that was on 360 that came with 3D glasses. And it was fucking know. terrible, but I had to get it. Cause it really? came yeah, it was like <laughs> the generic red and blue glasses. Did it, did it change anything? Um, just like that, it changed it, like, but, uh, like 3D used to where stuff would maybe pop out a little, but the biggest change was that you were seeing red and blue instead of real colors, so it was fucking terrible. Did you remember the Spy Kids movie that did that too? Uh-huh. Oh, I love that thing. Did you ever go to the, uh, the 4D Spy Kids where they gave you a, a Smell-O-Vision card? No. Yeah, you just scratch this part at different scenes and then smell it. It oh, was fu- so fucking dumb. Um, Test Drive Eva Destruction was the PS2 one. And then Wreckfest was the Xbox uh, one that I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, this looks way more cartoony, almost like a Fortnite. Yeah. Kind of got that Fortnite vibe. Oh, definitely. It. I feel like that's probably intentional to try and get that audience. And it did look fun, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. But uh, I'm disappointed they didn't use Twisted Metal for this. Not for, I know this style wouldn't fit it. But I feel like Twisted Metal has been gone for so long, and would make sense right now and could be a nice change of pace from the normal games we get. Even if you want to throw it in as a skin. Yeah. With the clown in there with his ice cream truck. Yeah, definitely. And I would assume Sony owns the IP, so I feel like it's weird that they did something completely... Well, I don't know if this is actually a Sony game. I can't remember if it was PlayStation Studios or not. So maybe that's part of it that's third party and not actually them. Because if it's Sony, I don't really see the point in making a new car destruction game when you have the biggest card destruction series and don't use the chance to use it. Yeah, easily of all time. I can't think of anything bigger. Yeah. Did you ever get the WWE one? 
Um, were they hanging out of the cars? Was it like... Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that. I loved that one yeah. too when I was a kid. What's your next one? I had... Uh, my next one was Kina. The one that... Uh, it was like the little girl that had like a, a wand and she had those little adorable black things with her. Oh, yeah. I thought the art style looked beautiful. And that was my next one too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Okay. I think there's a, there a subtitle to it, but I just put Kina. But uh, yeah, I thought the art style looked amazing. Those things were adorable. And I don't know exactly what's going on in it, but it looked like it'd be a cool, different kind of game, which is a nice change of pace from most games that we see now. Yeah, it kind of, well, I said it too at the time. A lot of people did, but Pikmin. Yeah. But also, which is kind of funny, it reminded me of Oddworld, and that eventually comes back up in the press conferences. Mm-hmm. But you're kind of going around and saving these individual creatures, and you kind of add to your army of what you can do with them. Yeah. Um, and solving puzzles, and it just looks cool. Yeah. Um, Oddworld was actually the next thing I had. Did you have anything before that? Yeah, there was something really weird before that that you're missing. <laughs> is that the... Yeah, uh, fucking goodbye volcano high or something like that the fuck was that <laughs> is that the one with uh this is what i have written for it. you ready okay dolphin nasty nasty it was fucking it was like it was an anthropo oh okay yeah yeah this one was terrible that's why i just skipped past it <laughs> it's like one of those high school simulators that everybody made fun of on steam like five years ago uh-huh but this one's so serious and it's like what do we do with our lives? And the camera pans out. I'm so emotional. There's a fucking dolphin with hair. <laughs> and there's like, just, it was so cringy. I don't, I feel bad for whoever made that. Cause I mean, I'm sure it took a lot of work, but it's uh-huh. like, what did I say? Like Zootopia meets like breakfast club or <laughs> something. It was, it was trying to be so serious. And it's like, this is a dolphin with hair. There's like dragons that were like, did you hear what Christina said? I'm a dragon. <laughs> it's like, what are we even doing? What is this game? That was so odd. I like some weird stuff, but that was just taking itself way too serious. There's like some... <laughs> Do you ever think you're just sitting around waiting for something to happen? It's like, no, you're a dolphin. You should be in the fucking water. That's what should be happening. God you shouldn't be sitting on a beach with a campfire. Do you ever just think like... Life is pretty crazy. And like your best friend's like a fucking giraffe or something. That was so bad. I didn't like that one bit. <laughs> it looked like a high school simulator mixed with some like furry stuff. I don't know. <laughs> I have no plans of playing that. Oh, me either. Yeah. I even uh, put down, tried to put down every game in order so that way we could talk about them if we wanted to. But I just naturally scrolled past that one. As you should have. <laughs> I just put it down as Dolphin Nasty Nasty. <laughs> um, was there anything after that besides Oddworld? Or is that your next one? That's my next one, yeah. I've actually, I played bits and pieces of a lot of the Oddworld games, but I never actually finished one. Same. Oh, really? Yep. And I've liked all the ones I've played, so I don't know why I've never stuck with them. I've never, none of them have been, ah, this is kind of boring, or I don't like this. I just stopped playing them for some reason. And I thought this one, looked, again, looked really cool. I get kind of obsessive with them where I'm like, I have to save everybody. Yeah. I can't die. So I, that, that was my biggest issue with finishing them. I was like, I have to save everyone. No, I hear you. Um, I know maybe three years ago, Steam was giving away the first one for free. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, that was my biggest issue, my biggest issue with finishing him. Even that when I went back and played him when Steam gave him away for free was still trying to save everybody and get them to the end of the level. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to play. Especially this one. Did you see like how many were dying? Like you had like thirty uh-huh. of them and they all just all caught on fire. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think that's gonna be I need to go back and play him and just be like, listen, I'm not gonna save everybody. It's not happening. Um, what else did I have next? Next, I had a couple that I. The next one I was gonna talk about was uh, Godfall. Was there anything before you for you before that? What was Godfall about again? That was uh, the new Gearbox. I think they're publishing that, developing it, but the one that was third person combat and kind of looked like uh, I think you compared it to. Um, League of Legends. Oh yeah, I thought yeah. it looked really cool. I didn't. Yeah, people I've heard people talking about and hyping that game up for quite a while now, but I've never actually looked anything up myself. So I was like, oh shit, what is this? So it's kind of cool, not having the hype machine behind it swaying your opinions because I had no idea what it was. And I thought like, oh, this looks fucking awesome. And then when I said Godfall, I was like, oh, this is why people have been hyping up because this game looks really cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll try it. Yeah, I figure a game like that too would be pretty cheap. Yeah. Or even free. Um, what do you have next? I have a uh, Ghost World. The it's called Ghost World. The, the hand battle thing. What do you have next? Um, what I had next was well, the next one I had was Solar Ash, but I don't care. To what was that one again? See, there's so many. That was. Yeah, that's uh, what I was gonna say. The next, I feel like this is the first time all of us are together and. Um, a lot of new people are here, and I feel like trying to just have fun, that it's hard to really focus on it, but for now on, I want to try and, not myself included, get better notes, because I feel like uh, I put like code names for some of these, too, because actually everything's passing by so fast, and I want to have like notes for everything, so I'll probably try and do better at that. It was uh, this one, though, where she's kind of skiing around the world. Oh, and it's a sequel to that, uh, or not sequel, but um, they had a game before this was pretty successful. Oh, really? What was it called? I forget. Very similar art style, though. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. These, these like, low-budget indie games is, like, eh, okay. Like, I get it. There's a place for them. Yeah. My mind kind of just skips over them. I'm ready for the... Yeah. <coughs> um. So, what did you have after that? I, uh, I think it's called Ghost World. Oh, that one, yeah. Was it Ghost Wire? Maybe that was Ghost Wire. I had that earlier. I must be out of order. Um, what was that one about? That's the one that looked kind of cool where they're going around Tokyo and he's like, got his fingers up like Naruto. Okay, and yeah. Blast and stuff and force pushing. Oh, that's one I was thinking about. This I looked like, I thought it looked like Control. That was it then. Oh, okay. So I'll have to see what this other one is since you thought it looked like it. Yeah, but Ghostwire Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that way before Solar Ash, so one of us out of order. I'm not sure who. Um, but it looked really cool. I like the, the premise yeah, of it. Yeah, I thought it looked really cool. Um, see, like that one, I thought it looked cool, but I can't remember which one was which. I feel like I've even passed games. I was like, oh, that one's really cool. Like, uh, yeah. I know, I can't remember what the name of it was. The one that was another space one, but he was in, like, New York City, and I thought that one looked really cool. I'm like, shit, which one is that? And I yeah. can't search space PS5 game because of my, like, 20 results. <laughs> but I was like, that game looks awesome, but I feel like I might mm-hmm. even be skipping past it right now. Yeah, we like took her to the moon. Yeah. Um, so, 
What do you have after that? I had Hitman 4. Yeah, I skipped over that one. Yeah, I don't. Um, I'm sure it'll be good, but I can never get in those games. I tried them too because they look so yeah. cool, but I can't do it. Yeah, they're very like simi. Like, you got to be real careful. Yeah. You can't go in guns blazing. Like uh, I think it was Anita Sharkeesian tried to like use them as like an example of violence, and it totally blew up in her face because they're quite the opposite. <coughs> you can't go in shooting. You're actually punished for doing those things. Oh yeah, you definitely are. And I'm not good at stealth games and. That was one of the things I heard with the newer ones. Like, you can kind of play either way. And I was like, oh, okay, that'll get me. I'll be better at this. And, yeah, there's no in-between stills. You cannot <laughs> do that. I fucking fail every time. you got to put on the janitor's outfit. Yeah. Put this guy in the closet. Um, After that, I had um, Astro's Playroom, which looked like the, I don't know if you say sequel to Astro Bot because there already was a Playroom. So I don't know if this can be like the update or they're saying that the Playroom's coming to PS5. Might have been what that announcement was. Yeah, I didn't know either, but it definitely looked like the controller was a big part of it. Cause yeah. It kind of popped out of the controller. Yeah. I always thought Astrobot was really cool, and it's obviously adorable, so makes sense. And the VR one sold really well for what it was. Um, what did you have, to have after that one? Um, Arcane Studios, new one. Deathloop. Okay. Yeah, there is. Um, let me see if there's any of that. The ones I had before that was Little Devil, which looked like it could be cool. Oh, yeah, Little Devil. Yeah, you had that, yeah. Yeah, I have that one, yep. I thought that looked cool. Um, new 2K, which everybody knows that's going to happen. I don't really care about that. Yeah. Um, then, you're definitely missing one, though. Um, Bug Snack, the new. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it'll be fun, but it definitely looked interesting, I thought, at least. The new game that from the people made Octodad. Yeah. It was just looked like a fucking nightmare, but it looked... I was laughing just watching it, which I feel like is exactly what they did with Octodad. That mm-hmm. They noticed it's just fucking nonsense. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah. I would give that a go. The Little Devil looked kind of sweet. It's yeah. Like a Zelda knockoff. Um, then you said uh, Deathloop, which wasn't like one of the ones that caught my eye the most. What do you think? I'm not a big fan of Dishonored. Yeah. And that's who makes Dishonored, and they look very similar just with guns. Um... I don't, just because I didn't like either Dishonored, I'll probably stay away from this one, unless it's so amazing, you can't avoid it. I might grab it at like a, that's actually one how I bought Dishonored 2, was a Black Friday sale. Oh, really? Yeah. So if it's cheap, I might grab it. No, I hear you. I was actually, I was so excited for Dishonored, and all the reviews were saying it was like Bioshock, and like this, and like all these different games I love, and I was like, oh, it's going to be fucking awesome. And I could not get into it at all, kind of for the same reason. You can't really play that game. There's only one real way to play that. Everybody said they liked it because you could play it so many different ways, but I felt like if you weren't stealthy, you were kind of screwed. Oh, yeah. But I did um, like the idea of it, and the world seemed cool, so that's actually a game I've considered going back to and see if it has the uh, Bioshock effect where I come back. and like, what the hell was I missing? This game's so easy and so good, but I don't know if that'll actually happen if I even do it. But, um... So that does have me a little bit worried because I had the same excitement for that game and it didn't get me anywhere. But this game caught my attention more because I feel like the art style is way more my style and I thought it looked really cool. And the mechanics definitely, right away, all of us thought it kind of looked like Dishonored. So I feel like the mechanics are definitely like that. But I do feel like it looks different to me. I don't feel like it's going to... It looks more like an action shooter than kind of like a stealthy strategic game. I could be wrong, but 
I feel like it might be a little easier in that uh, as play style at least. And, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't completely understand the whole eight or seven boss thing they were saying, but it sounded cool. I was going to say how it sounded awesome and go on about it, but I can't really do that because I don't truly understand it, but I didn't think it seemed like a cool idea. Kind of remind me of uh, Scott Pilgrim. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Um, I did like the premise of like you dying a bunch in the game, taking that into play. Yeah, do you think that's actually like a um, Prince of Persia mechanic where you actually rewind it, or did you think that was just a bad... I thought that would be a really cool, because I've never seen that in a shooter, but that would be kind of cool in a way to not get so frustrated with if you make one wrong step, but if it is, oh, yeah. uh, that's a cool idea to be able to rewind time. and I guess time shifted that a little bit, but that game wasn't very popular, and I don't feel like it did completely like that. I I thought more of like restarting the level each time. That's what I meant, like going back in time. Yeah, that could or be. back to a checkpoint. Which if they're, what they're saying about PS5 is true, it's supposed to be like instant, so I guess maybe rewind doesn't even matter as much if load times are really what they're saying they're going to be because it's not like a 30 second wait like it normally is yeah um and then next i have let's see if it lines up with yours uh village the new resident evil game yeah um i got resident evil 4 vibes from it like the the village and the way stuff looked but there was something in there that threw me off and definitely was like this is Castlevania? What the hell is this? Did you see the werewolf thing? Yeah. Uh-huh. That's nuts, dude. I didn't know that thing was... Those existed in the Resident Evil uh, universe. And I don't think they do. So I think this is a new... New character type. But I think those games have gotten so far away from zombies. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, but I'm not caught up enough in the Resident Evil franchise to... Uh, my girlfriend bought me the first... Well, I know it's not technically one through four but the first actual four games of resident evil remasters for the xbox oh really yeah and then the um because they're remaking four but there's also a remaster yeah but so i'd be happy to go back and play them it looks cool i think almost all of them are available now on current current generations yeah it seems like it um I'm definitely not caught up either, but there's also been plenty of Resident Evil games I've tried and have not liked at all, so for me, I'm never never going to get caught up with the one I really did like was uh, 7. I feel like this kind of... 7, really? Yeah. Wow. I feel like this has uh, 7 vibes to me. Oh, 7. I don't, my mind went to 6. Oh, yeah, I know. I a lot was of like, people. who the fuck? Someone likes 6? The one with the draft uh, giving the girl head? Yeah. Or getting girl <laughs> yeah. from the head? Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um... But uh, people are probably really confused by that. If you go look at the logo <laughs> of Resident Evil Six, it's a giraffe giving head, getting Re- getting head. Yeah, receiving. Yeah, that's why I know when I got y'all mixed up. Um, God, I have something written here that says Calvin twenty twenty two, but I know that was a release date because it caught me off guard that there was a game that was that far out, and I know it's Bethesda, but I don't feel like that was a full name. So I was catching bits and pieces on shit. I need a good note. That's why I was trying. That's why I've been on my phone half time trying to look stuff up as I go, which is why I want to have better notes as we go. So that way, I just have it set up. For some reason keeps bringing up apartment complex in Bethesda. Um, Is that Virginia or Maryland? Maryland. Maryland. Yeah. That was the crazy part about being in D.C. Was like 
the all the subway lines are like I think one of the final stops was Bethesda. I was like, dude, I'm this close. Yeah. Like, I'm on the subway. I could just sit here and drive there. Um, is it called Calvin? Maybe I had that part run too. That'd be funny. <laughs> I feel like you're right though. I kind of remember that. Oh, this keeps bringing up the Calvin and Hobbes video game. <laughs> Let's see, PS5. Um, so they have, wow, they're doing a lot, man. So they're they're technically doing the Death Loop, Ghostwire mm-hmm. Tokyo. Um, are you sure that it's a uh, Bethesda? Yeah, I'm making that part up because I didn't have the, that part as a note. I just thought it was. do ps5 ps5 game announcements let's see what they um let's see cnet's got a good organized list everything that went on um oh i think i got it you got it yeah um so oh we are missing we're missing one in there what is it stray that cat one. Oh yeah um they didn't show much though i was gonna say there. seemed like um, cool idea, but yeah, I can kind of like. I think I even said at the time it seemed like that fit the uh, in the last Xbox press conference where you saw it, but you're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, I thought that was one thing that did better. There's a few that I was like, I don't really know what that was, but for the most part, I feel like you could understand the majority of the games that are showing. I just scrolled past Goodbye Volcano High again. <laughs> Nasty looking things. Um. Oh, it's Capcom's new game, oh. and I remember us saying that. And this is actually the one with, uh, this is a space one where um, it starts out in New York City and then goes oh, up because okay. there's another cat with her. And we're like, what the hell, another cat game? Yeah. But uh, What's it called? Jeez, I didn't look at the name. Yeah, it looks cool. I, I definitely thought, like you said, that was definitely the dead space. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if he's still with EA because they're the ones made Dead Space. I don't know if that announcement was made for EA Play next Thursday. Okay. Not that it's gonna, that means it's a Dead Space game, but maybe he still works for him. Um, so I don't know where the hell I got Calvin. I don't know if they said that name because this just says Pragmeta and it says coming to, I'll see this one, uh, PS5, Series X, and PC. So it's not even a PS5 exclusive. I think I missed another game. What was the other one where it was like. Oh, this might have been the the first one, the um, rewinding thing. It was like something like, we made fun of it because it's not an actual word. Oh, it was like, yeah. I forget. Shit, I thought that one looked really cool. I'm pretty sure too. Um, like reverse. Damn it! <laughs> See, it just teaches us to do better notes, I guess, eh? right it was like reverse something yeah because I know like you said everybody's making fun of the name on that if you want I guess we could bring it up next week okay hopefully um the next one I had was actually the last one at least for me as far as games was uh Horizon 2 Forbidden Forest and uh yep I haven't played the first one but I've only heard good things, and I love Gorilla. I think Killzone is a super underrated F, um, FPS series, and uh, 
Horizon looked amazing, so this one again looked amazing to me. I can't believe how quick they made it. Yeah. It's weird to think about. I never didn't play the first one. You probably noticed me close my ears during that. It's because I think on the couch there were some people that were there were talking I the first one spoilers, and I was like, oh, God, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, I think so. I It was, like I said, so loud and everything going on. I actually didn't plug my ears, but I didn't hear anything. I was just like, because, yeah, I was guessing you were doing that, but I was like, yeah. it's so loud that I can actually stay sidetracked. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Yeah, because I got real nervous because I didn't yeah. play the first one, so this one doesn't mean too much to me. I know that's a liked game, so I'm happy for for that. Um, you said how it's weird how fast they made it. Also, one thing caught my eye is that at least on the trailer, it didn't show a release date, so I wonder if this game is not as close as it might seem, and everybody just ignore it because they're so excited that they saw it that they didn't really process that maybe it's not very soon at all. Wasn't this rumored too to be a PS4 game? Um, I didn't remember that. It's possible though. I heard the sequel to Horizon actually started out as a PS4 game. It's a complete rumor um, that I could be making up, but I think it was supposed to start out as a PS4 game. Which is weird to think about because that means they had to make it really quick. Yeah. Um. Also, I definitely got the name wrong. It's a good thing I looked it up. It's uh, Horizon Forbidden West. So Forbidden I don't know how West. the hell I put that down. <laughs> um, did you notice? I said it. But I don't know if anybody knows him. Um, that they had a like a big time, well not huge, but a a known actor as one of the playable characters. Or uh, one of the characters in it. No. His name's uh, Lance Riddick. I'll show you him. They had like his exact character model, not just his voice. That's how I knew it was him right away. I thought, that's fucking weird. And it stands out since huh. all these people are just not no not no names, but just video game characters. I can put a picture up, I guess, as well. Oh, yeah, I've seen it before. Yeah, the character model looked just like him. That seems almost distracting unless you're going to have everybody be like that. Like, um, I feel like... Uh, who does it? I'm the one that reminded you of their name last time. Um, people made Heavy Rain, Aquatic Dream. I feel like theirs would make sense because they kind of go for like a realistic theme, theme and have actors in it. But I feel like in a game like that, that kind of seems odd to have a a real actor mixed with a ton of video game models. I could see that. Uh, kind of like Halo Reach. Yeah. What, the, what was his name? Um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that fit a little more just because they all still look like it, you obviously know him if you know him. Or no, that was ODST. Yeah. Ode- not Reach. I think he did, uh, no, it was five that he was in. Okay. So he was back in it again. But, um, I feel like that fits a little more because it still can, if you, unless you know him, just let's say a generic army soldier. I feel like this guy, I feel like everybody looks so wild and horizon that just seeing a normal guy seems kind of odd to me yeah he almost looks like a librarian like a professor yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> being a professor not a um then it ended with finally showing the console yeah so what do you think it's okay it's um, okay i'm glad it looks a little different it's kind of weird that they're using white a little switch up there i think that controller's gonna get real nasty i said that before uh i feel like the console will as well Thank God it's not glassy, glossy, glassy, glossy. So, last generation, both of them were glossy. They just picked up on all kinds of scratches. Um, it looks okay. Kind of odd. Almost like an Alienware product. 
nothing real too crazy. But I think remembering like the PS4 announcement, <coughs> gosh, it feels so recent, but so long ago at the same time. Um, I felt the same way, like, whoa, this looks so futuristic. But then after having it for so long, you forget that it doesn't. Um, well, it's, it just becomes normal. So, I don't, nothing too crazy sticking out. I think it looks a little bit more, or e- er, definitely a lot easier to incorporate on your entertainment stand than the new Xbox. Yeah. I don't know how that thing's going to work. They both, it's funny because one looks like a router and one looks like a modem. You put them beside each other and be like, oh, is this where you got your internet? <laughs> you, you know what I'm talking about, dude? Yeah. The Xbox is a modem and the PS5 is a damn uh, router. Um, no, I could see that. It's weird, though, because uh, I feel like I almost feel opposite about the PS5. I feel like it does look super futuristic and really caught my eye. I'm not shocked because I've said all along I thought it was going to be very different after those leaks came out. I never believed those. I didn't think it was true. But as soon as as soon as soon we saw a controller and I saw how different it was and saw it was mainly white, that's what I said all along. I said, this thing has to look entirely different and mainly white. Otherwise, this is weird to have the controller like this and advertise as much as they're putting it out there. So um, I thought it looked really clean and really cool and does look futuristic and I definitely yeah I think you always anytime there's new tech you're always like oh this is the future and seems so different but I feel like this is the first time that either generations look completely truly different and uh especially the PS5 the Xbox the size and shape is different but I feel like you can still be like yeah it's kind of still say black box this thing has multi-colors and um, I don't know, just look, it does actually look futuristic and different to me. And I like the, what the Xbox looks too. I like that they both do look different because I feel like, like I said, people for years have talked about how they never are creative and always make the same black boxes and then they do something different. And everybody talks about how they just yeah. should stick with what they do. I do think it's weird and I almost thought maybe they were going to change it because of feedback, which I would have been bummed because I can't stand when people just change things when they obviously believed in it but I don't know if you noticed I meant to talk about it last week when talking about the uh, event game postponed but all the advertising they did for it was a black controller I don't know if you noticed that no which I was like oh so they're maybe they reverted back and I do think it'd be cool and I'm sure they're gonna have different models anyways with collector's editions or whatever but to have a black model that looks like a traditional PlayStation I think that'd be cool and have the um the black controller they showed off it just looks like more like a dual shock because of it um i do think it'd be cool to have that but i feel like that would be better as like a special edition i feel like the main one sticking to their guns and doing something different even though it's gonna get some backlash i feel like it's really cool yeah i'm excited to see some special editions yeah like that especially the controller yeah and the lights that go up too i think they can do some really cool stuff that they are okay changing it i don't know if they're gonna be weird and make you stick to certain things I don't like I know we talked about it a little bit while we were watching it it makes sense obviously I get it but the digital vis- version looks so much cleaner because you don't have to have a disk drive and I'm definitely going to buy the physical version so it sucks because that thing is definitely just I feel like there's no I feel like objectively it obviously looks not as clean as the digital version I really hope this happens, but I could see it also happening. I think the digital ones are going to sit on the shelf. You think so? Yeah, kind of like the Switch lights. 
Yeah, I hope so. And uh, I feel like the biggest thing would be how much of a price difference it is. I feel like if yeah. it's like 50 bucks, people like, well, that's why the price of the game. But yeah. even adding like another 50 and taking it to 100, I feel like people are like, oh, I could save $100 and no way I'm buying that thing. Especially yeah. parents thinking about, well, you, uh, if they talk to Best Buy, GameStop, or whatever, then, well, what do you do it? I'll just download and oh well he plays Fortnite and downloads all of his games so we can just get him that yeah but uh what do you think about I thought it was really weird they did this but showed off the accessories and so over the top about it about a charging station and the media remote and um headset what do you think about all that felt like a throwback yeah uh especially the media remote Jesus I thought we were done with those uh-huh. uh that's about me though um, especially because what's funny to think about, I think right now for when we get into pickups, I picked up a 4K DVD that it kind of makes sense for me at this point where I want to pick up a 4K DVD player to just pick up one of the new consoles. Yeah. So if they continue that, <coughs> that media remote makes sense, especially if you're watching stuff, streaming stuff to it. Um, I was going to get some more Amazon TVs, man, but I was like, I have so many consoles. I just start plugging in consoles yeah. and start using those. So the meteor mode's kind of cool. I think the headset looks cool, and it's kind of nice having Sony branded stuff because sometimes when those attachments or those um, products come out, it's usually third party and they're not the greatest, and they don't look like the consoles. But to have a full line that matches the consoles, I think that's cool. Yeah. No, I'm with you. I just, I just uh, like you said, I feel like it was a really weird way to show that off and <laughs> make it so over the top like it was some majestic thing. Yeah. Do you think any of that's included in the box? I don't know if you heard our, some of our friends are like, no, I think you get all that. I don't think there's any fucking chance you get any of that. I could see maybe GameStop doing a bundle for like yeah. $1,000 or something. Yeah, but I don't think it's going to be like the the normal box you go buy. I think the normal box will have the game, uh, well, not the game, the controller, this, all the wires, everything, and then the system, and that's it. I think you could be. <coughs> I could see some bundles where you get extra controller, all of those attachments, and the console for a thousand. If anyone came with the console, I think it'd be the charging stand, maybe. Yeah. And that one looks like the most usable for me because I don't need a headset. Um, I'm just excited to see who wins the digital or physical. Yeah. I think it's going to be physical, man people is just not going to make sense. I think that they're going to be used more sought, sought after. I think PlayStation might make a little too many of the digitals. Yeah. Um, it's weird to split right off. I, I'm trying to think of a console that did that right off of a release that already immediately have two versions. Yeah, I don't know of any to have. The only one that comes to mind is the 360 with arcade versus, <coughs> what was the other one called? They didn't initially call them arcades either. You're just talking about the... Two different sizes yeah one, one didn't have a hard drive one had a hard drive yeah that's what it was yeah eventually it became the arcade yeah um but yeah so i'm interested to see who wins that i would never buy something that doesn't have a disk drive yeah um like i said as much as i hate that it doesn't look nearly as clean yeah i definitely want the disk drive and yeah. um yeah i don't think there's any way you're getting any of that in the box and though no you'll get at least get the headset because uh even the ps4 came with that i was like yeah but that thing was a uh, a little wired thing this is like what, what we're wearing um yeah. and also then i was like actually i bet you don't even fucking get a little wired one because they're probably gonna want to advertise their building mics that are gonna be fucking terrible unless they have some crazy technology we don't know about which i, I hope they do but use those boxed ones too 
Those are horrendous. Those are <laughs> I've never even used mine. I was going to say they are, but I actually have no idea. So, but I guess that tells you because I haven't even used them and they're free. Gosh, man. <laughs> you can usually tell who's using them, too. <laughs> or the connects. Don't even get me started on the Kinects. Uh-huh. Yeah. Some people have their connect plugged in and didn't even know it. Having conversations not even realize they're just blaring over a whole lobby. I was um, bummed, not completely surprised, but bummed that uh, VR wasn't talked about once. And I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I don't know if they're just gonna abandon that, even though it's the best-selling VR unit, or if they have. They said they're gonna show much more on PS5 if they just didn't think that was the right time, and probably would be show, weird to show VR without, you know, doing anything in person, because it's already awkward enough just all digital. But uh, I thought it was especially weird when they showed. Uh, we actually missed one of the. Uh, Accessories they show off a new HD camera. Now, what is this camera gonna be? Is this just for streaming? Is that or because I feel like as much as I love PSVR, there's definitely restrictions with it because the tech is so old compared to what VR has evolved to now. Yeah, so I don't know if they're gonna have a new headset, which would be cool, but at the same time, kind of suck for mine, or if they're gonna let you use that, but then if you want like the next generation of it. You gotta get that, because I'm pretty sure they said that your old VR would work with it, but you know, like I said, they seem like they, well, he's going off of this, they abandoned VR, so it's hard to tell. Well, something else is lacking, too, is a price. Yeah. They didn't tell prices of anything, or the VR. I forgot all about the VR. I think that, I think that, that rumor that VR 2 is on its way, I think they're gonna make that. Because um, I think they're done with handhelds. I think they're gonna focus on Oh, VR me too, too, sadly. Um, you, did you expect a price? I didn't expect a price at this. I did. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I was like, yeah, definitely a price. Yeah, I, I just definitely didn't think they're going to. And if they did, I, the only way I feel like they would have is if the price can be so much lower than people think. Just to feel, holy shit, and get people talking, which it probably is not going to be. So I feel like they're just waiting as long as they possibly can to be like, yeah, it's not that cheap. And then people are like, what? Even though it's pretty obvious they're not going to be that cheap. Well, I think, uh, was it, when was the PS4 announced? Was it E3 2014 or 13? I think 13. So yeah, I think it was 13. They announced a price then, I'm pretty sure, for both. Did they? Yeah, because I think so, because that was the beginning of the downfall for Xbox, because it was more. Yeah. I think I think they did, so that's kind of why I was expecting it. I thought for certain we were getting a price. Huh. Which would be nice, because I know Xbox would be somewhere right around there. I could start saving up, because I, I kind of want both at launch. Um, but right now, man, I don't see a reason to buy PS4 at launch now I think about it really if I had to choose definitely Xbox I'm um, making that mistake again um yeah I guess that's part of why I didn't think it happened because um they have done an E3 before but I feel like they always know all the competitions around and it's all gonna be like day and day not like the next day somebody's gonna announce it and I feel like everything's so spaced out right now that they're both kind of trying to compete with each other and wait it out <laughs> yeah. that's why I didn't really expect a price I, you need to read Console Wars. Yeah. Because you realize, like, uh, this course is in the 90s, but you realize how Fly by the Night is. Yeah. Because, like, Sega got word that Nintendo was doing something, and, like, literally they stayed up overnight and changed everything to prepare for it. Like, Sega did some dirty stuff. It's not really spoilers. It's just <coughs> historical fact. They yeah. found a distributor that finally announced, like, what Nintendo was doing, and it was a price change. So Sega executives stayed up all night change their prices so i think you're right they're just sitting around waiting like you know you go first yeah uh -huh. you go and trust me all their branding would change if they found out they were more yeah that's capitalism man <laughs> um 
you end up on Gengita, uh, obviously I would love to have both of them at launch, but I said all along that PS5 would be later unless something completely blew me away, and I expected, I'm sure Spider-Man would be good, but I, like I, said, I expected that, and I didn't expect a little big planet, but I don't need that right away. Resistance was something that not would change it, but definitely would factor into it, especially if it was a brand new Resistance, not a collection, but that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Horizon, who knows when that's going to happen, and um, I haven't even beat the first one yet, and then like I said, I didn't even really think about it until I looked at the article, but I'm sure a handful, if not more, of the games we're seeing aren't PS5 exclusive anyways, so... For launch. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... I have to look at release dates. I don't really know what else was supposed to be a launch game besides Spider-Man, which I mean, if you have Spider-Man, you don't really need many launch games if you have something that big. But I still don't know what else there would be. I do think I should pair him right now as much as I want to get the Xbox first, I'm going to, no matter what. Um, I feel like it's hard for Xbox to really have the edge just because everything they're going to release is going to be on the current gen. So I feel like it makes it a little harder to be like, well, this is going to be because obviously it's factual you can't play Spider-Man 2 or any of these giant games on PS4. Yeah. So I feel like it's a weird argument to make because Xbox is going to do that. Yeah. I, uh, I agree. I think I'd rather get an Xbox One X and a new Xbox before I got a PS5 at this point. Really? Yeah, at first I was like, yeah, I'll get them. As long as, I'm like, <coughs> you know, my di- only debt I have left is student loans, and that's getting pretty chipped away. And I was like, if I can get that paid off this summer, I would get, and the house stuff calms down, because we need so much stuff done in the house, I would consider getting both. But now, I, there's nothing that really got me excited for a PS5. Um... I'm fine because there's still some PS4 games I gotta play exclusives. Yeah. Um, before I get a PS5, do you even care? Nothing, nothing too crazy came up that I can't wait for. Gotcha. Well, um, I was gonna end this part of it by asking what you thought overall and your impressions of the conference. I feel like that was kind of a a tease at it, but. Yeah, I wanted a price. Um, it seemed to go fast. Yeah. I wish they would have had more talking. I could have taken more cringe shots. And <laughs> but it was okay. Yeah, that's, uh, well, I guess we talked about on here how we do E3 and the shots and everything, so we didn't talk about that. But that was one of my biggest disappointments, not really um, a criticism of the conference, and actually probably a compliment if you really think about it, but the fact that I didn't finish one energy drink because there's not enough cringe and yeah, it was only an hour, which I heard was rumored, but I feel like that's happened a lot with these conferences and almost never true. So I was hoping that was untrue, and unfortunately it was. Um, so that bummed me out, but like I said, I kind of thought that was a possibility since I heard the rumor. And uh, But aside from things like that that are kind of out of their control, uh, well, actually, I guess I could talk a minute about the, the cringiness and everything because that does go into it. I feel like... As much as I love that stuff, and I'm not saying I prefer this and everything one needs to do it this way now because I know it's what happens, but I do feel like just talking objectively, I feel like it actually did go really well and smooth for the most part. And <laughs> like, uh, I don't know if you saw Colin's tweet. Um, I don't know if you heard on the podcast, I was going to tell you because it's very funny and he made it even funnier than we did. We were talking about how terrible Xbox cameras were and everything. Yeah. Did you hear that? When he was talking about, yeah. yeah, and did you see what he tweeted tonight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, talking about how uh, he's just. The games look great, but that's not really matters. What matters because Sony didn't make it. Well, they're operating Al Qaeda, and I was like, 
But uh, I will say one thing. He said Al Qaeda, and I was like, oh jeez, I can't believe Colin would say Al Qaeda. <laughs> um, but uh, so I feel like just objectively, they actually did do a really good job with what they had with it, and uh, I actually overall as far as games, I was impressed. Like so there was things that I was bummed they didn't talk about and wish it would show, but just as far as a layout of games and judging that, I feel like we're all kind of talking a lot. We're all excited. And I know it's not comparable. I think more fair comparison would be Xbox event in July, but like the last event they had compared to this, so this is, there's no match. That thing was a fucking disaster compared to yeah. this. There was a handful of games in this one where where that was kind of weird or I'm not interested in that at all or what was that, but I feel like that was 90% of the Xbox conference. Like when we tried Top Bell, we're like, shit, how are we even talk about this thing? Because I don't know what this was. I don't know what the fuck this was. This one, I feel like majority of the games are like, yeah, I could see what that is or we know what that is because there's already a game to it. So I feel like just based off of that, I was impressed even though there's definitely things that I would have changed and things that I missed out on, like I said, um, not speaking objectively, wanting it to be a disaster for our enjoyment. <laughs> It's always the best part, though. Yeah. Um, and then a couple of things that I didn't talk about or didn't go as much into last week that I didn't talk about that you might be interested in. Did you see the Game Gear Micro announcement? Yes. Um, are you all about that? Mm, it's too little, man. <laughs> what the That's hell? the thing that I don't think I emphasized last week, which was a main point I meant to bring up. I might post a picture in this because... I know it's called micro, but yeah, it's, if you hold it in your palm, it's like this big. Of, what the fuck? And so that's, dumb. it is very dumb and uh, in that sense. But I feel like that makes it clear that it is obviously supposed to be a collector's item and not really a playable thing, which I get that kind of defeats the purpose of a, a playable thing. But I feel like that's definitely what they're going for. And I feel like as a collector's thing, it is a cool idea and to be able to see something and compare it to like what it was to what it is now and having four games built into it compared to having to put a cartridge that's bigger than that's I didn't think about this now the cartridge for the original Game Gear is bigger than the Game Gear Micro which is fucking great I mean I could see this one being kind of rare I think they made too many Sega Genesis minis you think that's the route it's going to go I said one or two ways I think it's going to be um, something that goes real quick, especially like maybe certain colors and maybe the blue ones around certain a little longer and the black ones go on right away or something like that. Yeah. Or I feel like it's going to be the reverse and you're going to find them at five below and everything <laughs> like that. I didn't know which way it would go. Yeah, I don't know either. Um, there is a company that I think is doing these, these, if you wanted to copy somebody, I forget the name of them, but they make little arcade cabinets. They're small, but they're pretty realistic. Oh, yeah. I forget. They're like 100 bucks a piece, but they're really <coughs> they're really cool. I would consider picking up one. Um, I thought it'd be cool to make a mini arcade, get like an arcade carpet. Yeah, that'd be cool. Put them on there. Maybe get like uh, <coughs> some gerbils or something and <laughs> let them stand on it. Like, oh, look. Um, um, do a YouTube channel of the gerbils playing and doing Let's Play of the arcade games. Yeah. So, and I'm like, I love those, but man, I did not like the micro. But then I thought about it, I was like, I really wouldn't play those arcade games yeah. like that. Uh-huh. So you're right, it's a collector's item. So, of course, I'd love to have one. Um, Sega, you want someone out for us to <laughs> review? 
Um, yeah, pre-micro. But then you think about the Game Boy Micro. That was small, but yet still manageable. Oh, yeah, that thing was like the size of your palm instead mm-hmm. of fitting. I wanted one so bad. Yeah, I did too. Um, now they're really rare. Oh, really? If you see one out there, pick it up. It's probably the most expensive Game Boy. Yeah, I had multiple chances at it, even, I can't say late, right. but relatively late. Yeah, and one of the color variations, I literally set a saw set at a GameStop forever and just get more and more discounted, and it's one of the rare color variations now. That's that's disgusting to think about the stuff I could have bought or kept. And yeah, you can't think about that stuff because it drives me nuts. So, um, yeah. you think you're going to buy a micro or buy all of them? Mm, or? I don't know, man. I want to. <laughs> These student loan things have paid off, and yeah. if you think so, I wouldn't. I wouldn't buy all that stuff. Even if it just sits on a shelf and is like yeah. accumulating media. But yeah, I would love to buy one. Of course, I just still think it's way too small. No, I'm with you. Even if you wanted to redesign the original one, I feel like the original one was pretty good size. And maybe you do like a combination between the Nomad and the Game Gear. Because I have a bunch of Game Gears and I have a Nomad. I was lucky enough to, to find them at flea markets real cheap. Um, combine them to where you have Genesis and your Game Gear games all on one console. You yeah. may put the Master System games on there. Why? The, f- the thing is so small. <laughs> That's why I don't... I didn't watch my episode because, you know, I never watched mine. But I feel like I missed... I was like, yeah, the Game Boy Micro, and started talking about colors and everything, and then later I was like, shit, did I really not emphasize the biggest point about that I was trying <laughs> to make about that, that it was fucking the ridiculously small? But you're used to that, though. Too easy. I think about just sitting here in silence and seeing how long it go. <laughs> um, I know there's some other things from the other episode I missed, but like I said, I don't watch it myself, so I can't remember, so I guess we can move on to the start of the normal show but because i think there's probably not much for me this week i don't know about you but did you have any corrections questions or feedback no no i, I think uh it's kind of crazy i st- when i started the episode before my phone fucked up when i was walking uh, at work how good that mic is on that headset oh uh it threw me off because i was wearing a different one i wore oh, a different sorry. one for that but no i know what you mean i was just waiting for this one yeah, that's a. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. I also couldn't be more happy to be in person because no matter how good the headsets are, there's just always that bit of lag or the bit of, like, um, I feel like you always heard me later than I was talking, and then I feel like you always talk over each other. Like, wait, what? And there's like not a natural conversation. So, um, I'm glad to hear that. But yeah, I couldn't be more happy to be able to have a natural conversation because. <laughs> Even if you're both trying your hardest to listen to everything, I feel like, like is that just inherently online? It's impossible because you always kind of got to, I don't know, be like um, looking out for the other person because they're, oh, shit, this, what are, are they going to do something? Yeah. It's a little weird. Um, so I guess that's a, a bit of feedback. Also, uh, the one nice thing about doing it online was um, I could cough whenever I wanted and not do it because I just press the mute button and then <laughs> cough, which probably looked, I don't know if anybody knows, probably looked really weird because I press every time and then I would clearly cough, but nothing would come out. <laughs> but I thought that was better than blowing out people's eardrums every time I talk or every time I cough. Um, but if you have any corrections, questions, or feedback, you can 
as always, send it to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. And then, um, did you have any news aside from the conference, obviously? No, nothing I could think of. I just had uh, two small things. I don't know if you saw, but um, 343 announced they're bringing ODST uh, Firefight to the Master Chief Collection this summer. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and I was super excited about that because I don't know if you remember, I said how weird that is. That oh my God, it's worse. It's getting worse. That's not good now, yeah. I always thought it was weird that I was not in there, and then only got weirder when they added the Reach Firefight. I was like, why the hell would you add the one that happened after it and not have the one before unless you just want the newest thing so people play it? But um, I thought it was really cool that they were going to add that, and it was this summer, but of course, normal gamer things, they always talk about how they don't care just when they add it as long as they add it, and then they announce they're going to add it, and everybody complained that it was five years too late. Was, These motherfuckers. And it's also a free update for a game that's been out, what, five years now probably? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck do you want? And there's like six games on this thing now. Um, and then the only other news I had was, did you see Destiny's 2 event? I didn't actually watch that. I just saw a trailer of cutting stuff together. But uh, they announced their next three expansions that go all the way up to 2022. It was wow. like an SNL skit watching it because they showed uh, starting at 2014 with Destiny. It was actually a really cool trailer than they did every year of like what an expansion or a big update or whatever. So it was a really well done trailer. But then it was like in 2020 and it announced the new expansion. I was like, oh, cool. And I almost shut it off. And 2021 and new expansion. 2022. Uh, was like, what the fuck? 10 <laughs> years the, of gaming. Yeah, I was going to say that's actually part of why I brought it up. I was like, on our old podcast, they're uh, actually going to. Uh, that's why I always mock So this is so fucking. There's no way. But it actually. Seems like it's gonna happen, and I feel like shows how much gaming has changed, how much has changed. Because like I said, even then I was that, and I feel like you laughed at too. That obviously I was playing it up and just thought it was a funny skit, but I also th think that at the time that was so unrealistic. So I feel like that also shows how smart Bungie is that they could think that far ahead to see where gaming was gonna go ten fucking years ahead. Because yeah. I'm sure even by 2022 that sounds ridiculous, but. There's no reason to see why Destiny would still not be popular then with the way it's been, which is crazy to think about. But, um, and I also think it's, uh, Chris said on one of the Sacred Symbols episodes that this is essentially Destiny 3 because they were working on Destiny 3 when they were still with Activision. And then they left Activision, Activision now, obviously they're, um, independent again. So he said that. Um, these will probably be massive updates, and this is going to be Destiny 3 just in three parts, which um, I feel like is really cool, but also kind of sucks in a way because I feel like people always blame the publishers, saying that developers never wanted sequels and they would just make um, the same game or continue to add to it, which I think most of the time the developers would probably want a new, a completely new game too, and it's just easy to blame the million billion dollar publisher because they're the big bad guy but i feel like this is obviously an instance where it probably was true the developer just wanted one game i feel like it kind of makes it weird that now destiny is split into two games when it's all one massive thing i feel like the trailer even shows that because they show it from 2014 all the way to 2022 which is ridiculous time frame um but i feel like that shows that it was obviously supposed to be one product that just evolved over time and I think that would have been so much cooler, and I'm sure probably what they imagined and 
when they signed on with somebody, so it sucks it. I feel like that kind of got warped by something else. Yeah, I think that's a uh, yeah, that's a good way to put it. And it's easier for Activision to make money, like oh, I know that's like really yeah. and all this extra stuff. So I see where they're coming from as well. Oh yeah, definitely. That's why I say I feel like people go too far with that, where they just always say that it's the publisher's fault and the developer never do that. Because I'm sure even the developers themselves a lot of times know we want to make a entirely new thing and we would like a sequel to this game. I don't think it's just always the publisher pushing it, pushing it. But uh, yeah. I feel like it's looking back on it, I feel like it's pretty clear that's probably is what happened with this. And uh. A sequel, people go nuts over the newest thing. Yeah. And I, I think the only time I remember people freaking <coughs> out about DLC is like World of Warcraft. Like, oh, you gotta get the new expansion. Um, I think that's what Destiny wanted to be was a big MMO. Yeah. Which it is. But I, yeah, for Activision, it's way easier to, people want the newest thing and no one's gonna be talking about Destiny expansions like they would be talking about Destiny 3. Yeah. But it's nicer too because they're not, it's not a full blown experience. You have to remake or whole new system or add newer things in there without people saying this is the same thing over again. Uh huh. Yeah, exactly. Um, so these might be a little more for you since you weren't able to talk last week. What have you been playing? What have I been playing? Dragon Warrior still. That's an incredibly grindy game. It's hard to stay focused. Um, but I'm, I'll get through it. It's something I just play here and there when I'm waiting or at work. And yeah. I've got some downtime. I'll play it while I'm on break. Um, then I played uh, um, Dreams. I played the tutorial and started building. Because that's why I got Dreams is I wanted to build something. Jesus. <laughs> that It needs mouse and keyboard support ASAP. <laughs> That controls, <laughs> controls, man. I don't like it. I think this game needs to be ported to PC ASAP. Because um, I like the idea of Gary's Mod. And I was like, oh, this is Gary's Mod for the PlayStation. Or um, I like <coughs> messing around in Google SketchUp. I was like, oh, this would be SketchUp for my console. And it would be nice and easy. I could run it. And it's. It would take a while to learn it. I know it's possible. Mm-hmm. It's just not intuitive. And. Um, I'd like to try it with move controllers. Maybe that'd be easier for me for building stuff. I haven't played anything, any anybody's things, so I want to go through and play some people's like, creations. But uh, really aggravated with creating stuff. I think that's been done. Done creating unless <laughs> it gets ported to the PC or there's mouse and keyboard support. Um, I'll say a few things for you. Continue on with your list. Yeah, that's one suggestion I was definitely gonna say is I haven't done any creating, so I don't know. But the move controllers. I feel like would uh, be a perfect fit for that, so that might help a lot. And I feel like it is only a matter of time till mouse and keyboard comes to, well, it comes to PC and also probably mouse and keyboard to PS4 version, because yeah, I feel like it opens up to such a bigger audience. And um, and that's where your audience for that thing is. is yeah. On PC. And I feel like yeah, the creation tools are obviously there and. Um, very well done because you can see the shit if you look what people have made it's unbelievable yeah. so it's obviously there but yeah for me as much as I'd love to create stuff and I think that's cool that wasn't why I got it I wanted to like I said with a little big point I love that game aside from creation or even playing creative stuff I wanted to play what they made in it Medium Molecule did and I thought their story was really cool and like I said different than anything I've really played which is rare in games now and then also 
the after that the fact that you just have an endless amount of free content from people creating stuff and it's just always updating i think it's really cool and then there is a creation side of that if you ever want to get into it my issue with creation aside from how hard it can be is that i feel like i make something cool and then all i do have to do is search and then see things a hundred times better i'm like <laughs> oh man i don't want to waste my time this people are doing way better and they just give up on it but obviously that's opposite what creation should be kind of like doing a podcast or whatever you can easily search and find a hundred ones to do it better but unless you're doing it yourself and trying to better then it's never going to be better yeah so yeah and there um gary's mod has been around for so long and so the sketchup and there is a billion hours of tutorials dreams does not have that there is it it's there but it's not to the level of what sketchup or gary's mod is um, so I just went back to SketchUp <coughs> right after I was like, I gotta get out of this, I can't. I would, um, definitely suggest playing their campaign, because I know you have been looking for different stuff to do that you haven't played, and also trying to just look up the, like, top creative stuff, but I would definitely at least play their campaign and see what you think of it. Yeah, I think that was another thing, too, Sean, man, is I, I went into the tutorial, which seemed like a expedited, like, how to do things. And then I'll definitely go back and play some yeah. more. I was just so pissed off. <laughs> I thought I was going to hop in here and just... Yeah. I don't know. But it was like, man, SketchUp. My version of SketchUp is old as hell. Gary's mod is old as hell. And why are they doing this so much better than what you guys are doing? And why is this not on PC? I also wonder if they're still going to add the VR mode because they said they were going to. And I feel like that could be really cool and... Especially if you let people do user create stuff in VR, you can make free VR games. That'd be so awesome. Oh, and then I played uh, Anthem. I went through that first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I like what, it, man. Yeah, I was going to say. I, so far, pretty good. Yeah, I'll say it's a very small taste, but this seems like really promising. And so it must be something either really wrong here or people just got their heights way too high, which is definitely possible hearing how people talk about that game. The story is very similar to Destiny. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's almost verbatim. Yeah. I do like seeing the damage and the shooting feels great. The flying seems super easy. The mm -hmm. rockets, the grenades. Everything's pretty good so far. Yeah, I think that's the thing that first caught my attention was just how fluid it seemed. Because I feel like usually when games do that where you can go from flying to shooting to landing. that It all seems kind of clunky at some point And all of it seemed natural. I was like, oh shit, what do I do? It just all kind of flew together. Yeah, it was easy to pick up too. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's it. What have no. you been playing? Um, a little bit more of Sunset Overdrive and still really liking it, but I just need to find time to sit down and play a good amount of it because I love it every time I play it, but I haven't played much of it this week. Um, some more Madden, and we got a new competitor, as I told you. Derek joined our league, so now we got four human players in there, and uh, he joined the NFC side, so he's a Panther, so Aaron doesn't just have a free ride to the Super Bowl every year now. <laughs> So it should be more interesting. Um, played a good amount of Warzone with a few different people. I think we even played. I can't remember, though. Did we play this week? No. Oh. Yeah, I played with a few different people in Warzone. That was fun. I played uh, more Destiny 2, and I feel like maybe I'm finally starting to understand it. And then as soon as I do, these massive updates are coming up. Probably going to change <laughs> everything. I'm like, oh, well, there's all my progress. That reminds me of something in the news one talked about was the update for Call of Duty. Oh, yeah ridiculously big it's getting they claim that the newest updates technically only four gigabytes and it's technically 60 because it's 
condensing things and it's at this point man we're getting close to half of my hard drive being one game I remember laughing at the 90 of Master Chief Collection one uh-huh. and I was like oh that's so funny but now it's almost double that yeah especially when you're talking about a series of like six games compared to just one thing right and you have to have the whole thing downloaded for Warzone for some reason yeah um and then played some uh more MCC and I actually played some Halo 5 which I haven't played for a long time and uh it's weird how much different the mechanics are in 5 I was not good at it and I still feel like I'm good every time I played MCC but it was fun playing it and I forget how much I like that game until I play because I'm so used to being able to play the Master Chief Collection where I can just have every generation of Halo to go through that 5 is kind of easier to not play but I love 5 and I would say by default it's the best the um, graphics have ever been and the visuals so um, had a lot of fun with that and then I also played Star Wars Battlefront 2 with a couple of people I already had it on Xbox One but it was one of the free games on PlayStation Plus and that's what they all have and I know that game got a lot of hate and I think part of it's fair because um, the original series is not what this is but I feel like people never know how to separate things and let them be how they are because I fucking love the first two the, the original ones but I think these games are perfectly fine and fun for what they are once you can get past that they aren't what they used to be and judge them for what they are and uh, just had a lot of fun with it and may realize that like I said that I feel like it's way too much hate for what it is graphically they're beautiful games oh yeah too. yeah I feel like some that's something DICE has always done even like uh, Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare it's kind of like looks kiddish but if you look at the detail and the color and everything that game looks fucking crazy even with something like that I just wish I know they did a little bit in this uh, Battlefront 2 I wanted more focus in the Clone Wars yeah. I know they did a little bit and that was so much fun but yeah yeah um actually went out of order do you have any uh, gaming pickups oh do I have um we could we'll save that one for last so <coughs> finally got to go yard sailing now that Corona's mm-hmm. starting to calm down some yards was picked up Little Turtle is a little area near us um had their community yard sale um I go to this yard sale it was our first yard sale and I start off with the normal, do you have any old video games, old computers, old DVDs, VHS tapes? Go down the whole list of stuff that I'd want or sell on eBay. And this guy's like, I got a box. He's like, do you like, what did he call them? Basically, do you like shitty movies? Like, so bad they're good? I was like, do you know who you're talking? Like, I have more shitty movies than actual DVDs. Because the thing is, with shitty movies, no streaming service picks them up. Yeah. So they're just stuck on physical media. So I was like, uh, duh. And he pulls out this box of um, shitty DVDs, I guess is the only way to describe them. Um, and at first I thought they were those throwaway dollar DVDs. Um, I think some of them are, but some of them are not. Like, uh, I'll just read off some of the titles. I think there was, like... I'd say maybe 60 movies here. Mm-hmm. And I paid him 20 bucks for them. But they're all horrendous. <laughs> um, 
like one is literally called <coughs> African Screams. Um, and two, their covers are like almost borderline porn. <laughs> like there's this one called Embryo. And it's about this guy designing his own his own woman. Um, never even heard, like the Great Rupert. He said that this guy just bought them from a website and they were just all listed as like shitty movies mm-hmm. and that he ended up with them and he doesn't want them anymore. Um, little Boy Lost, like never even fucking one <laughs> step beyond. But I was, looking at be- <laughs> I was looking at all of them and these look horrendous. So what is like 60, 20, what is that? 30 cents a DVD or something? Right? Is that math? Let me see. 20... 33 cents. Wow. I was fucking all right there. So, 33 cents a DVD. I got no problem paying that. Um, Don't know what I'm going to do with them. <laughs> I'm going to go through. Ask, do you think you'll watch any of them? Uh, there'll be some I'll, throw, I'll pick out and look at. But yeah. There's just something about collecting these dumb ass DVDs <laughs> that I really like. Like, I have a shit ton of the trauma and Tommy Wiseau and just bad, bad movies. And then I went to another yard sale. Where it was like, this is why you stop at every yard sale. If there's a yard sale that has two things out there, you still get out of the car and you say, hey, you got any video games? <laughs> and I asked, and he's like, uh, husband's got some DVDs. And she hands me these DVDs that were like, I almost bought them because they looked funny. They were like uh, documentaries about these underground rap stars. And they just looked real ridiculous. Like, Underground Kings 2, Underground Kings 3, The Return of Scarface, stuff like that. Um, it almost looked like printed at home. So I was like, this is going to be funny. Um, but then he came outside. He's like, do you have any video games? Did you want to get rid of any of your video games? And he's like, um, I have some Blu-rays. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll look at your Blu-rays. And he came out with a stack of Xbox One games, too. And I was like, oh, shit. It's rare. Like, I haven't seen Xbox One yeah. games at a yard sale yet. So he brought them out. And a lot of them were scratched up and like, Just Dance. And he said there was kids' games. But the ones from his collection that... Um, I grabbed. He also brought out Blu-rays. I got Ready Player One on Blu-ray, which is one that I've been wanting. And Valerian, I've been wanting to watch, even though people hate on it. Picked up the 4K for that. And then on the Xbox One, I picked up Monster Jam Crush It, Team Sonic Racing, this is called back at the beginning of the mm-hmm. episode, um, Surviving Mars, and Mortal Kombat XL. How much all that cost you? Those were two dollars a piece, and that's what I offered. Not at all. I was gonna, I was gonna say a dollar, but I was like, that's, I can't do that. That's too low. But they immediately accepted the two dollars. Like, oh shit, I should have went with the dollar. Yeah. But uh, I'll pay two bucks for 4K and Blu-rays that I want. And oh no, I think Ready Player One's worth it full price. I mean, the movie's fucking awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and Gremlins on Blu-ray. I picked uh, that. It's well. a great movie. We're talking cable TV. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Mortal Kombat XL by itself is eleven dollars. Surviving Mars is something similar. Monster Jam Crush it's like twenty dollars on price charting, and then Team Sonic Racing was randomly like twenty five dollars. Yeah, that's uh, I've only played the demos, but the Sonic Racers are always good if you like kart racers. Really? Yeah, so that makes sense. I mean, I even picked it up was like even if I wanted to resell this, it'd be yeah. These are definitely worth it. Um, but that's why you always ask because he wouldn't have brought them out. There's a lot more there, but his kids really, uh, like, they almost like ice skating with him. I would have bought everything <laughs> if they were in good condition. Yeah. Then went to another yard sale with this, uh, you would have liked her. She's super Bostonian. Accent. Nope. 
Um, she was telling me this. This gentleman, he was here earlier. He had taken the speakers. I had speakers out here. I had a hundred dollars on him. He tells me, "Oh, I'm gonna go load it." She's telling me her whole life story about this guy that stole her speakers. It was real fucked up because they were her boyfriends that passed away and they meant a lot to her. And this guy just stole them. Um, if you're a piece of shit and you steal from the yard sale, that's pretty low, man. But she had uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure and oh God. Big Top Pee Wee, so it's both the movies. But for some reason, Big Top Pee Wee, I think, is out of print and only on DVD, so I picked those up for a dollar. Oh, he doesn't work for free to have nightmares. <laughs> um, but yeah, so then my dumb DVDs. Um, and then I'm kind of going back right now. Xbox 360 is kind of hitting at the, I think, the lowest point. Um, I picked up uh, Fallout 3's Collector's Edition. Um, Very nice. Picked it up for with, so it's the Fallout 3 Collector's Edition with both expansions, individual expansions, collectors, with like Fall Boy posters. And these things are in mint condition. Picked it up for, I won the. <laughs> Uh, auction at $31. I thought for sure this guy's not sending it out. Oops. But he sent it out. It's in the mail right now. And then I got Fallout New Vegas Collector's Edition, which is probably the rarest of all the Fallout Collector's Editions. I picked that up for 100 I know this sounds like a lot, but for, for that version, yeah. it's not too bad. And then probably the biggest thing I picked up, there's a YouTuber I like that uh, I met him in Florida once, and he's got a shop at a flea market that's shutting down and uh he's not doing so hot and it's kind of losing his business so i shot him an offer for job simulator and and i picked it up oh did you 80 bucks i think 90 after shipping which sounds like a lot but that game is just going up 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 and up and i felt like i was helping him out and i had some extra paypal money Keep this playing. is all the both fallouts <laughs> And Job Simulator was bought with eBay money. So it's literally not free money. I work for yeah. it, but it's not coming out of my paychecks. Do you plan on keeping Job Simulator? Do you want to collect it? or? Yeah, I'm going to collect it. And I was like, it's perfect. I'll bring it over to Casey. We can play it with his VR. Eventually, I want to get a VR, too. Well, I have the... Uh, you can definitely do that, but I have the digital version. Oh, so do you? Yeah, so if you want to do that for me, definitely don't open or anything. <coughs> oh, it's, it's already open. Oh, That's okay. another reason I got it, because it was open. Sealed ones are like 200, I think. That's what I thought. Um, but yeah, I'm just going through right now, just buying dumb shit at Goodwill and reselling it and buying stuff I want. Because thrift stores now realize video games are rare. Uh, while I was at yard sales, like old guys that have nothing to do with video games, like, you have any video games here? So it's like, you can't find them anymore. But I realized if I resell these things, I can still technically getting them. Yeah. And it's nice because it doesn't come out of my paycheck. Little, little fun adventures too out there. Like I found a little handheld game thing, um, like Solitaire or something, or s I don't even know what it is. The damn thing sells for a uh, brand new in a package like hundred dollars for no reason, like ninety bucks or something like that. So right now I'm saving up. I think I'm gonna get uh, Alan Wake Collector's Edition next. Um. And maybe Fallout 76 Collector's Edition. I'm not sure. I don't want to shoot next. but Or the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Collector's Edition with the night vision goggles. So I'm saving up some more eBay sales to do that. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, so once again, I just bought more fucking shit. 
But uh, this week I felt like I actually got through a decent amount of my backlog as I add way more to yeah. it. Um, before I talked about my pickups, you brought up Call of Duty. Um, I know people were talking about how they thought it was going to be shown at the PS5 reveal because they've been on PlayStation boat since the beginning of PS4. So do you think that's going to change? Do you think they're going to be back to Xbox and that's why I didn't show it? Or do you think they're going to be show PS5 later or have their own event? I don't know. It'd be kind of cool if they're back on Xbox. Huh? Yeah. Um, oh, I f- did forget to pick up. I bought Modern Warfare off you. Oh, that's true. Yep. Just another game, you know. Just add that to the list. That was also purchased with uh, eBay money. There you go. So, yeah, there you go. If you're don't have, if you not making enough money at work to buy things you want, just pick up a side hustle like... Whoring yourself out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Selling people's shit on eBay. Yeah, or that. That's probably the safer option. Um, so, I don't have any gaming pickups this week, but I told you I bought the um, Elgato HD60. Mm-hmm. So, I think I'm going to start streaming. I don't know how it'll go. Um, It'll be great. And I've never done it, so bear with me. I know some people, a few people were actually watching the, uh, I mean, Derek did a test stream of it on our YouTube channel, and a few people were actually watching when they did it. Really? So, yeah, I'm sure it was all people. Did you know them? It didn't say who it was, which hopefully that's just me not knowing what I'm doing, so it kind of sucks if you can't tell who's in there. But uh, I'm sure it was. People had just got a notification that are subscribed to us. But still, was kind of cool just going online and immediately seeing people join. Um, but I don't expect that. I'm sure if I start doing it, nobody will be there for a while. And that might be better so I can get a hang of what I'm doing. But, and you um, got a good deal on that thing, too, man. Yeah, I got it for 140 when they're almost always 180 or more. Yeah. Randomly at Myers on there. Clearance tables are out in the middle that usually have fucking baseball bat and like a old iPhone 7 cases and stuff nobody's going to buy anymore. You made me go out and check mine. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let's go see what else, what else is out there. Yeah, I look every time, but I almost, I don't even know why. I, well, I guess now it worked out, but I really don't know why I do because every time it's just dumb shit like that that is never good. Especially when they use the least stuff out like that, it gets stolen. Yeah. Or, yeah, I thought it was going to be something where I take it up and, oh, it's not supposed to be this price, even though it was on there. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Um, but... Yeah, as much as I don't know, I'm not even trying to be a downer. Go have encourage me. I just um, my humor for one. I don't know how it goes with live stream or if you even fly, especially on YouTube. And then also, even my play style. I feel like streaming is such a particular thing where you gotta be like so over the top and like a a show. And I feel like when I play games, I you know how I play. I take my time and go slow and like. When people play games with me, they're like, oh, you're going the wrong way. I do it almost every time because I hate going the right way because then if you the wrong way and something back there, you don't know what's there. So I like always uh, try and go the opposite of what I should do, and I feel like everybody's just going to, with how people watch streams, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing. And I don't yeah. care if people judge me. I'm just saying I feel like uh, people tune out so fast because that's how they watch games. I ran into that when I was streaming Red Dead. Really? You're going to get some trolls, man. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I got, there's like... <laughs> 12 people watching me play Red Dead and it was not uncommon to be like revolving two or three trolls um, don't click on any links they'll try to send you links where they'll just uh, you click on the link and it screams the n-word and they'll try to get your man doing that that happened to me oh yeah I thought he was being nice <laughs> he's like he's like, we play this song play this song man I was like sure we'll play this song and just just right off my the guy. Um, and then they're like oh you're banned now but I didn't get banned 
Yeah. Um, then you have backseat gamers that, like, dude, turn around. You missed this thing. It's like, okay. But, yeah. yeah. I think you'll do great. Thank you. Yeah, I, I think I'll probably just start doing it because it'll be kind of like the podcast the more I – because me and Derek did it, and yeah. the more I put it off, the more awkward I'll get, and I won't do it. I feel like it's just, it is going to be awkward when I start it. I'm probably going to be kind of sitting there playing games while the other camera's there. But I feel like until I start doing it, it's just never going to happen. It gets a little exciting, too. Because <laughs> when I went from, like, three people watching to 12, I was like, whoa, there's 12. Like, I was picturing, like, 12 people just staring at me right now. It's weird. And one of my friends, he streams, too, and one time he got, like, in the hundreds. Really? Yeah, like he needed, like he was calling on my other friends to moderate for him. And I was like, this is so weird. Yeah. So it's, it's exciting. You're like, holy shit, there's 12 people watching me right now. Yeah, no, I hope it'll help. And um, like I told you, I'd connect it to our YouTube channel. So any stream will pop up, should pop up a notification, tell you I'm online. And yeah. Hopefully that'll help. And we have um, Derek too. Derek's like, that. yeah. Yeah, and that's, uh, we talked a little bit off air, but. Um, that's another reason why I want to get used to it because we want to do extra life in November and that's all about streaming and if we don't know what we're doing by then it'll be a complete mess <laughs> and I uh, I haven't talked to Derek lately but I know I talked to him when I first had the idea and he said he'd love to do that with us and he's always thought about really? doing it so yeah even if I don't know he might do his own thing but like it's usually better to have like teams of people anyways so like he could do it on his end and we could be one team together or whatever Yeah, and that way you get I was going to say you get more money, but for people who don't know it's a charity thing, we wouldn't get any of the money because yeah. it sounds – it's actually pretty obvious, selfish, but it sounded – as soon as I said that, we get more money. It sounded <laughs> real dark. Um, did you have something to say before I keep going? I don't know if you're scrolling on something. Okay. Oh, no, I do this right here. To refresh it yeah, or keep so it up. That's yeah. what I do. Um, but then we can move on. What have you been watching? Um, This is where I feel like I'm actually going through my backlog pretty, pretty good. <laughs> I have been putting this one off for, since it came out. I was a senior in high school when this came out. It was Beaver with, uh, it was like Mel Gibson's first big one after oh, going yeah, nuts. I was say, I knew I heard that. Yeah, the lineup in that one, man. You got Mel Gibson, Jodie Foster playing his wife, Jennifer Lawrence playing his son's girlfriend, and then R.I.P. Ant- Anton Yel- Yeltsin? Yeltsin? Oh, the dude from Star Trek? Yeah. No, it's not William. Yeah. Yeltsin? Camera, how you pronounce it? You're talking about though. Yeah, like God, that was such a huge lineup. Granted, Anton and Jennifer Lawrence were not popular then, but uh, the movie cost twenty one million and it made seven million, so I don't think it did too well. But uh, I think it suffered from that genre or that time period of the you know perks of a wallflower. Yeah, kind of things I hate about you, which is these like perfect people, these perfect storylines of a guy getting the girl and all that stuff. When did um, you say that came out? 2011. Oh, okay. I was looking up. He said that obviously none of them were popular, but I thought you said 2014. So say say 100 games came out before that, but that came out in 2012. So if you yeah. said 2011, that makes sense. Um, kind of reminded me of one of like Adam Sandler's more serious movies. It mm-hmm. was good. And then I dug out one of the <coughs> movies I grabbed because I was like, this is going to be dumb. And it was... Um, it's called New Fist of Fury. It's one of Jackie Chan's early films. Um, on the cover of the movie is they like took Rambo's body with the M60, the big machine gun, mm-hmm. and put Jackie Chan's head on it with an explosion behind him. 
So I'm thinking, okay, this is an action movie about guns. The whole thing's martial arts. There's not, there's there's guns, but it's in World War Two. Uh-huh. The M60 don't think come out to like the maybe the 50s or 60s. Yeah. And this is like pre-war to like the 30s. So Jackie Chan never touches a gun. I don't know who the fuck made that cover for it. Um, but it's good. It's a Hong Kong movie that has some real serious like Chinese propaganda in it. Um, I think I don't know how truthful this is, but the Chinese don't really like the Japanese as much for the history of you know what happened during World War Two. Yeah, that's why I've always heard. I don't know how true it is either. But yeah, I don't know either. But Jackie Chan's always saying shit like the true Chinese and stuff like that. Uh, the Japanese are all bad guys. Um, um like the good Chinese patriots of Taiwan and shit like that. And it's all of these territories that China claims, but it's also kind of in a gray area that they're their own country. Um, but yeah. And then I was like, <coughs> man, I am real fucking tired of uh, humans right now. And I want to just piece of property and hide, hide from everybody and all this weird shit going on. So, um, one of my favorite people to ever exist is probably Hunter S. Thompson. Um, I think politically and just overall, I feel like I just relate to him, which is kind of a cringy thing to say because it's a lot of people say dumb shit like that. <laughs> but I watched his documentary again, uh, Buy the Ticket, Take the Ride, which is pretty available. You can watch that shit on YouTube. There's a handful of documentaries about him. But it has one of the greatest scenes in it with uh, Gary Busey. Oh, Jesus. I got it. Once it's over, we'll have to watch it. Remind me. It's okay. so fucking great. So this guy's trying to do a documentary about Hunter S. Thompson, which he died. He committed suicide the year prior. And seriously, Hunter S. Thompson got real famous and then just bought up a bunch of property in Denver and just pretty much. Go Broncos. He would hide. Or it was somewhere in Colorado. I forget what, what the town's called. He didn't technically hide, but he had a compound out there and just loved guns. And he's incredibly libertarian. And um, I don't know if you read any of his writings and stuff. It's really good. Yeah, I was going to say, I've actually never even heard of him. And uh, <coughs> I guess what you said could be considered cringy. But no, I feel like that's just because, like most things, it's got spun out of control and using ridiculous senses. Because. Um, I said that's one something I want to do is try and get better at talking, same way I'm feeling, and not worry about what people said or what you're not supposed to do or whatever. And um, that's actually pretty similar to what I said last week about um, Mr. Rogers because I was talking about watching his documentary. Uh-huh. And that's almost exactly what I said is uh, he seemed like the most real person, actually, what he was, which is so rare, for especially those kind of people that are so played up. Really? and Yeah, the... You should watch a documentary. It's uh, I need to check it out. Um, Would you be my neighbor? It's so fucking good. I think you'd like it a lot. And there's also there's some negative stuff in it, but not about him, but more how people acted towards him because they knew how he was. But uh, it's like perfect for right now with that, all the craziness going on. It's just okay. like so much positivity, and like I said so rare that somebody's just as genuine as they seem. And um, what I talked about was probably unfair but it was my honest opinion that it seems you're so used to people being wrong and doing the wrong thing especially when they're like that that just seemed too good to be true and you're like this is gonna get weird or the way he's so obsessed with kids yeah. and but there's never been anything that's ever come out about him and i feel like there is anything that comes out about him 
after all this that I feel like it's obviously bullshit because there's been so much time for everybody to be able to talk and even if something didn't happen, time for people to take advantage of it, especially after he died because usually it's messed up. That's usually the time people take advantage of it the most. So I feel like he was the one of the rare exceptions of just seeming as he actually was. But the point I was getting to was what you said that um, I actually said almost the same exact thing that it's weird but how inspirational he seemed and how much negativity was around him but how positive he seemed and how many things he did that a lot of people thought were wrong at the time and he didn't think anything of it because it was, was natural to him and also that um, I feel like he would be the perfect politician and now even like that is that's kind of like an insult to say that because politicians are so fake and so like sleazy that that usually is not a compliment but I feel like that that's what politi politicians should be in. It's like the highest compliment that somebody that can actually relate to people and understand and know what they're feeling and be a genuine person. Yeah, that's how I feel a lot about Andres Thompson, too. Is like, um, I know he ran for sheriff at one point, but I feel like he'd been a great politician. He was very, uh, very anti-Nixon. But Dan Bell on one of his new episodes of the <coughs> podcast was talking about uh, celebrities that he met. He said in the early 90s, they went to New York, and um, at that time, you know, gays weren't accepted like they normally are now, and he had multicolored hair, him and his friend did, and were kind of in that getup, I think is how he explained it. Um, they looked out normal, and he's walking down the road and realized it was Mr. Rogers and his wife, and he loved him, and so he stopped him, he's like, he says he's like the nicest guy in the world, it was just like, uh, just like on the show, and talked to them for like... 30 minutes yeah you should watch the documentary i think you fucking love it and i feel like with how you're feeling down and feeling that that it'd be perfect for you like i said there is some negative it's not all perfect but not negative like bashing him more trying to show how people can still be terrible even when there's something like that that should be nothing but positive that people always try and find a way to make things worse and really yeah i think you would really enjoy it though because most celebrities, you stop and say, "Rose, be like, oh hey, what's up, man?" Uh -huh. but he's like, Mr. Rogers is like almost too nice. He's like, man, I, I love your show. I still watch it now to relax. And he's like, bless your heart and stuff like that, and being so nice to him. Um, but yeah, yeah, it got me down. A, I I actually watched it as a kid pretty often because my parents wanted to see it, so I saw it all the time. But I couldn't really tell you anything more than I could any other kids show. But watching it now and <clears throat> seeing the things he was talking about and dealing with that. It would seem fucking insane for people to talk about that stuff now, let alone when he was doing it. And, like, you talked about the assassination of JFK, but through puppets. And I was like, imagine somebody doing that now and the yeah. fucking, how fast that would get canceled. And Didn't he do something, too, where it was, like, um, something about with the police? And he yeah. He invited a black police officer on or something like that? Yeah, it was, uh, I saw some memes that were going around that, um, change the story a little bit which I don't know why he needed to because the story on his own was good a lot of people were saying that um, that he did that because uh, police weren't allowed I mean not police black people weren't allowed in the pool at that time and uh, only white people were allowed in the pool and uh, he brought him on even though he didn't know him to show him that that wasn't the case but they showed it in the documentary that part wasn't true they didn't say that I just saw it myself that uh, he did do that but that was one of his best friends that was on the show all the time. And he did that just because to him that was normal and there's nothing wrong with it. 
which like I'm saying, I feel like that's, I don't know why people make up weird small facts to add to that because I feel like that's more inspirational and better than him doing that and making it seem like it's a point. But to him, it just seemed natural. It didn't seem like it had to be a point. It was just like, yeah, this is my friend, so I don't see anything wrong with this. Dan Bell asked him, too, how, who made the puppets. He said, uh, Mr. Rogers said he made all of them himself. Yeah, and it gets deep into that and kind of talks about um, how that's how he got his anger out and that he wasn't perfect or anything, but that's how he kind of got his emotions out and would talk about some of the stuff that was wow. affecting him mentally. Kind of reminds you of... Uh, Bob Ross. Yeah, that's no. I've always thought for some reason they were kind of similar. Mm-hmm. PB, both PBS too. Oh, were they? I know. I, so, yeah. I knew Mr. Rogers was. I didn't know about him. I think he was PBS. Yeah, if you watch, let me know what you think. I'd, I think you'd really enjoy it. I need to check it out. I think you would know Hunter S. Thompson. You ever seen uh, Where the Buffalo Roam with the. Uh, um, God damn it. Super famous from Ghostbusters. Um, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. You ever seen Where the Buffalo Roam? I'm sure I have because my dad loved Bill Murray, so I probably saw it, but I don't remember it. Um, Johnny Depp, Fear and Loathing, Las Vegas. Yeah. That's a so he plays Hunter S. Thompson. Oh, that okay. That's him. Um, but yeah, man, this is so good. This is one of the best Gary Busey scenes ever. <laughs> well, we have to play it after this. So Gary Busey is in. Where the Buffalo Room, or I can't. I was getting confused because they're literally this almost the same, same stories just made uh, different times. <coughs> um, but uh, Gary Busey is supposed to be being interviewed for the documentary. And instead of just being interviewed, he decides to start directing the documentary. Crew. So he's sitting on a beach with this like turn. He's like, "Listen, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna turn and look at the beach, and then you come up to me, and I'm gonna pretend like I didn't know you guys were here." So he's like, "Oh, hey, Gary." Oh, hello. You brought Oh, you got a whole camera crew. Oh, and I'm, I'm wearing a mic. Like, it was just really terrible. And Gary Buse is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing so hard I'm crying because uh, you could tell when they edit it, they sp- sprinkle it throughout there. So you have these, like, uh, this serious documentary and then some sprinkled in. It's just crazy Gary Busey, uh directing the camera crew. It's Those scenes become memes themselves on YouTube. <laughs> We'll have to watch him. They're, uh, he's fucking insane, and I love it. Um, but, yeah, that's the the three movies I watched. Okay. Um, I don't want to go on too long about Mr. Roger, but I thought of one thing that I feel like you would uh, be envious of and also mad at but also laugh at all at the same time. Um, his wife was talking about, not in the documentary, I was looking at another interview, about how everybody thinks of him as a saint, and he really wasn't. And I was like, oh, great, now this is something, because I'm straight from his wife. I was like, damn it, he seems so perfect. And uh, But even that was spun around, and she was like kind of, I don't know, write the word, right word for it, but sarcastic, because she said even um, when she would go into a gas station or a restaurant or something, and uh, the cashier was terrible to her and was incredibly rude, that uh, she would always come back out and start bitching, she said. And Mr. Rogers would always say, well, it's Fred Rogers, I always just say Mr. Rogers, but uh, he'd always say, um, well, maybe they were just having a bad day. And she said that. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, that was, I thought of you because you say how you can never do that and how. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd be. 
yeah, there's a special place. Oh man, I think about it years later. <laughs> we'll be talking about something that happened six years ago. I'll just be fuming. Yeah, but even as she turned around, she she said it was a joke because even when she'd get mad, that he would try and turn it into a positive thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't even let you be mad. <laughs> um, I actually haven't watched a lot this week. I uh, watched some more Lost. Um, I'm not completely caught up either. I'm on. I need to watch uh, five and six, and then seven and eight tonight of season three, because starting next week we're gonna start watching our Lost together as a group again, and doing the podcast after. And next week we'll also have EA Play before that, so it'll be fun. But um, besides that, I watched uh, me and Daniel watched some more of Dave Little Dicky's show. Still just as funny. We only have like two episodes left in the season though, so I'm kind of sad because I'm sure it's gonna be a while till season two comes out, especially everything going on um and then we watched randomly watched uh a documentary on netflix it's uh episodes are like 20 minutes episodes they're called it's history 101 have you seen that is it like stuff that you didn't know yeah well like parts that you didn't know like the first one's mcdonald's if you've seen it and then the second one was uh space exploration no i don't think so they're interesting um but I had a couple issues with them, like the McDonald's one. It was super interesting and well done, but gets way too preachy about the environment and stuff that I, even though I don't completely agree with that, I think it is necessary to touch on a documentary, but they go way overboard about just point, pushing their views instead of just talking about all sides and completely getting away from what the documentary, the rest of the documentary was about. Gotcha. And then um, the second one was Space, which I was interested in, but... I don't know, for some reason, that kind of stuff, I always am more interested in the ridiculous things like McDonald's and that kind of stuff, and it looked like the rest of them got more serious, like the history of the uprising of China and robotics, and there's 10 episodes, I think, so I don't know if I'll be as interested in those, because like I said, for some reason, documentaries for the most part, I just like that kind of stuff. I feel like when it gets that kind of stuff, it's too real and kind of gets depressing or scary or sad or whatever. I keep... There is a documentary. It was almost like a retort to the founder, that movie that we yeah. that you show, showed me about the true story of McDonald's. You should check that one out. And then I started one on HBO called McMillions, <coughs> and it's about these guys that were stealing money from the Monopoly game from McDonald's. If you want to watch a couple more McDonald things, okay. Yeah, you, if you want to send me those, kind of forget, but I'd be interested in seeing them. Yeah, McMillions, you got to watch on HBO. I don't know if you know someone's got HBO Go. Yeah, my sister does. Does she? Yeah, yeah. watch it on there. Then it's really, it's really funny because this FBI agent is like, nobody wanted to really wow. take it serious. Like, dude, McDonald's really, and it's kind of just like person randomly called in the FBI and claimed it, and this really obsessive new agent was like, I'm going to figure out who's doing this. And they go through this huge, long, drawn-out thing to track the guys down. Yeah. So I, I recommend that one. Okay. And I think the other McDonald's one's on Netflix. Oh, okay. Or Hulu is like the true story of the founder or something like that. Gotcha. Um, so I guess that brings us to our free, ga- free games of the week. It's another transition week, so it's a weird week, but there's going to be more of them. But you got Warhammer 40,000 Inquisitor, Inquisitor Martyr <laughs> um, till June 15th. So only a few days left on that. Shantae and the Pirate's Curse till June 30th. These are Xbox One. I don't even know if I started with that. And then starting June 16th, 
till July 15th. You can get something called Coffee Talk. I've never heard that in my life. That sounds like a really like bad middle-aged <laughs> podcast. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome back. Today on Coffee Talk, what we're going to be talking about is... Did you see what Kim Kardashian was doing last week? I feel like we shouldn't do it anytime soon. We should let time pass, but I feel like we should do an episode and just present it like it's a normal episode, like do the intro and everything. Hi, everybody. And welcome to Coffee Talk. Uh, Today, what I'm doing is a French bean hot press. Mmm, it's delicious. Mmm. Oh, it, it's 90% cream, but it's still coffee. And lots of sugar. <laughs> that is such a podcast. I, I but watch this. You ready for this? I guarantee there's a podcast already out there called. Oh, that. I'm sure. Yeah, that's too easy if you like that kind of stuff. I can't even about to fucking look this up. Coffee. Oh Jesus! Oh my God! Listen to some of these names. Coffee with comrades. <laughs> it's a coffee talk about uh, communism. Um, coffee break Spanish. Coffee break with Clems. What was it? Coffee talk. You're a coffee talk. Oh no! You ready for this? I guarantee this has a really bad intro. Let's see what the intro is. You ready? It's gonna be. Like, oh, I already know what this is gonna sound like. Hey everybody, Hello welcome. Everyone and welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk. As There's like, listen to this too. You ready to know how many podcasts here and have the title Coffee Talk? It's like Podcast Inception. How many? Oh my God, Casey. Dude. You see this? You ready for this? I, th- listen, this is I, for the people not watching the video or just haven't minimized or whatever. I am swinging through this thing of all these coffee talks. There's probably coffee talks, and it's all coffee talks with the whitest <laughs> names ever. Coffee talk with Rebecca. Coffee talk with Ian and Ivy. Coffee talk with Stallone. I hope it's. This is all coffee. This is all podcast with the title "Coffee Talk" in it. <laughs> this is probably. Look at this. Okay, I don't know if you can see on the podcast. You see all those? Wait. Oh, it's not swiping anymore. Swiping and swiping. All that. It's still going. That's all Coffee Talk podcasts. If you are a middle-aged white woman who's thinking about starting a podcast, do not call it Coffee Talk. Sorry, that was a little tangent there. That was disgusting. I guarantee they all start the same, too. Music um, and just... It's funny you said that, because I was going to make a joke. You uh, changed it, so I couldn't. I was going to say, yeah, that'd be like starting a video game podcast about video games, but then you said the title, so that is not us. But weird enough... I feel like these people had to steal it from us. Somebody follow us on Instagram called Backlog and Beyond, which is also Beyond, I always say. But um, they're on episode three of their podcast, and they only started May 2nd. Uh-oh. Uh, these motherfuckers. You know what I got to say about that? What's that? That's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to go listen to the podcast. Yeah, let me actually fall back and... See what it is and all that. Um, oh, no. See, now I'm getting more distracted here because I clicked on one of these. I chose the whitest looking one here. Kaylin's Coffee Talk. You ready for the name of these episodes? How to Find Your Higher Self. 
Let's talk about loneliness. You know her last podcast was called Let's Talk About Loneliness? You think she offed herself? <laughs> Let's talk about Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> oh. I love Nerd Wallet. <laughs> I'll listen to music. It's on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcasting app. <laughs> Are you kidding me, right? This is going to be a Of course it started with a motivation. Did you steal it off Instagram? Did you get that off Instagram? Uh, Rebecca, whatever the fuck your white ass name is. I bet it's... I can't even... You are forever strong and pretty and beautiful, Marilyn Monroe. This is Coffee Talk with Cindy. Today we're going to be talking about... What do you think she talks about? <laughs> about loneliness. Sometimes it's very hard to be lonely. Thank you. James Dean. I fucking hate you. I hate that. That was disgusting. Why is there 400 named Coffee Talk? Coffee Talk. What the hell? What else? Can you think of another white person? Super white like that podcast? That would be named something. Hmm. I'm sure I can, but now I'm just blanking. I'm like, oh, there's thousands and I got nothing. Yeah, Coffee Talk's just a little too good. You imagine how many blogs are called Coffee Talk too? Yeah. Sorry, okay, I'm done. I just those titles <laughs> are killing me. Oh, you're good. Um So on three sixty till June thirtieth you got Cinemora on Xbox. Oh you should definitely that's a if you like shoot 'em ups, that's a great game. Oh really? Yeah. You I feel definitely. like I've heard that name pretty often. That's a that's a good game. On Xbox, destroy all humans till June 15th, so again, only a few days left on that. On PlayStation Plus, you got Call of Duty World War II and Battlefront 2 till July 6th. Any fake outrage? I just have real outrage for <laughs> Coffee Talk. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I have. Hi, this is uh, Rebecca. With I got it. We, if you want some fake out, you real outrage. I just let me go back to this episode. Let's let's get about. Let's get a few minutes into this. What does this mean? Like, how many times have you just texted somebody rather than pick up the phone and call them? <laughs> Often more than not, right? And I, I don't think, again, that that's a bad thing. Holy shit, dude. Who the... I, she, she could probably do the same thing. Like, oh my god, they're just talking about video games and DVDs and movies. But what the fuck was that? She has a, She's sponsored by NerdWallet. And NerdWallet's a big company. This right here is sponsored. Does YouTube recognize podcasts like to do music? Oh, God, I hope not. No, I don't think that if they do, I would be surprised because I was joking. Let's talk about it. I'd be real pissed if something like that, guys, <laughs> removed off YouTube. I think it's louder than either of us, too. Oh, no. What the hell is anything? This one's called How to Find Your Higher Self. Why? You could, listen to me. You could take all of her episodes, combine them all. They're all the same thing. She's just reading Instagram motivational quotes over and over again. You ready? This is going to be a whole episode. I could do a whole episode of hers. Hi, welcome to Coffee Talk. Today we're going to be talking about motivational suppression of the inner self. 
when you are out there with the with the motivational inside of you what you're not understanding is you're hitting a an inner quote quote of your happiness that you're trying to find like nothing she's saying means anything it's just fucking words it just she has like a word bank that she's just reading out of and it's, her podcast is called coffee talk dude <laughs> what the fuck why is there 400 coffee talks god damn why would you you're like why would you you would look it up and be like okay there's 400 of them I better not do it but then they all think they're special because it's coffee talk with generic white names. <laughs> all of her podcasts sound the same. I just played you three seven <laughs> podcasts there. They could have all been the same episode. All of those could have been the same sentence. That's my real outrage. I have no fake outrage. I don't have any this week either. So I guess we can end it there. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Current Backlog. And you can email any corrections, questions, or feedback to currentbackloggers at gmail.com. And finding your inner <laughs> self is a lifelong journey. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for watching. <laughs>